I'll uh, I'll start it. I'm in the middle. <laughs> is Travis the ass of the human centipede? <laughs> yeah, he is for the Look, intro right now. I told this lesbian <laughs> chick at work the other day when we were talking about some lesbian shit or something, and I was like, you know, when I think about human centipede or when I think about lesbians uh, having a threesome, the only thing that comes to mind is human centipede. And she just kind of looked up, and I'm like, yeah, eating it from behind, you know, three of you. And she's like, oh, yeah, it is kind of like human centipede. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you just give them an IV to keep them alive and a little feeding tube. Yeah. They're you just have to eat them for eternity. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. Yeah. I've thought about it. Yeah, right. You got to keep them alive. I guess. Your project, you know how long, you know how hard it would be to get three people in the room sewing together? I want to keep it alive as long as I can. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't want right. to have to do this again, so. <laughs> yeah, let's make this one work. This was hard. Like, I, I pulled it, it off, and it. I'm not in jail, so let's do it uh, right the first time. <laughs> let's keep them alive so we throw rocks at them. <laughs> Take it down the street like a dog. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Adam. I'm here with Travis. And I'm here with Griffin. Yay. That's how it works. Yeah, that's perfection. You have to leave your name out. You have to be like, you you can't say, I'm Adam, and I'm here with Griffin. (laughs) And I'm here with Adam, and I'm Griffin. Yeah, because then you can do a full (laughs) circle. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Griffin. I'm here with Adam. Because then you just gotta say, "I'm here with Adam." I'm here with Travis. You know, it goes back around. It's like, because we've done it before, where it's like, "Ah, "Wait, I already said I can't." Yeah, I'm here with. um, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Soup's uh, on. (laughs) This week we watched City of Lost Children, and uh, what a movie it is! You know. (laughs) <laughs> I know that there's yeah. some, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a feeling that there's either going to be a lot of love or a lot of hate or a lot of mixed feelings. I don't know yet. Mixed so, feelings who wants to indeed, go first? Man. Well, uh, why don't you go first, Adam, since Trav won the game. <laughs> yeah, Travis, we're back on fucking... <laughs> This is a real We're podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, where do I start? Okay. When this movie started, I was like, oh, it's going to be this kind of movie. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I was like, this like, felt like a Terry Gillum uh, movie. Like, the, oh, dude, for real, though, right? Like, I, I almost like. If it wasn't for the French credits rolling at the beginning, I really would have been like, okay, oh, it was shot for one. It was shot just like fucking Brazil and yeah. all those other movies. Yeah. that had that weird. I don't know how they get that effect. Well, it's the oh, the, stage yeah, the dream sequences. It's the, you know, just the, like the nah, just that the, feeling the, that the movie has. Like when you like watch one of his movies, I, it's like you know it's him. Yeah, well, it's a yeah. set design. It is the set design. It's always and dude. This this movie had really good set design. Oh like it yeah, almost felt, it almost felt like watching a play, but yeah, like a, a very was, well shot play. You know, 
Yeah. Now, Ron Perlman. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean Ron Facepalm Perlman? Yeah. Little Mitt, brother. Mitt. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear there's like three distinct times where he facepalms himself, and it's just like. He it's was the Lou Ferrigno of this movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy like, can speak French? And then he said, like, this movie said, it a handful had of some lines. exquisite acting. Oh, man. Did it ever. Well, uh, was this yeah. his first movie? Nah, can't be. Oh, my God. Are you sure? Because, well, he, all right, this, I was doing some math, some uh, Griffin math the other day. 95. He came out in 95, and he was born in 1950. So when this movie came out, he was already 45. Right. Wow. Well, he looked like Abraham from The Walking Dead with that hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he did. With that little swirl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nah, was, I, was I, get... I was expecting him to like have some sort of clown face. Oh. <laughs> the whole movie. I was waiting for that, like some weird Bronson-esque moment. He's been... He was in... Uh, it was in the Ice Pirates. Well, he started. Oh yeah, he started in uh, nineteen seventy nine. So, yeah, he's been doing it. Yeah, so, but uh, I don't know about you guys, but like I, I so I've I've never seen this film. It was the now. first go around for me, and I did um, not expect this for easily for <laughs> easily like the first hour and a half. I did not know what was going on. To yeah. be quite honest, I picked up. All on I knew it. is that. Well, like, I, I mean, I knew his his little boy. Yeah. Hey, it pulled son, me his, in. His I, I wanted to know what yeah, was happening. His little brother went missing. Um, yeah, the Cyclops. What was, what, was, what, was the, what was the, like, the doctor's whole point for getting into the drone? I feel like I missed that that explanation. Well, he's, all right. So it's. He can't have a dream. Well, the breakdown of the movie is the the doctor is aging. Yes, the mad scientist, whatever. He's aging fast because he thinks it's because he doesn't have dreams. Yeah, and he wants because, to steal dreams so he can live longer. Yes, and that was the... Which is crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, the uh, the designs for, like, the, the, the headgear. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. The movie like, looked great, so cool. and it pulled me in. That first scene, I was like, okay. And those All those dudes looked... That dream sequence was crazy. All these Santa Clauses, then these dudes were crying, and I'm like, is this still part of the dream? But it wasn't. Like, it was happening in the room. Was that the chick? Was that going to the light, Carolyn, or something? I've seen her in something. A little short chick? Yeah, she's been in something else. Like, she has a familiar um, face, something creepy. Yeah. She makes me think, she makes me think of that woman that... uh that does like that used to host uh, the, all those old creepy ghost stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Like me and me and my cousin used to have this funny like joke where he would do this shit where it, I don't know the woman's name, but she would be like, he went down the stairs and the coffee pot was on, and you know, like <laughs> very ominous sounding, but really old and weird. And then when you saw who it was, you were like, really? That that the voice is coming from that. There were some characters in this movie. Yeah. Yes, like the list was pretty big. There's something I'd All like right. to go ahead and get out of the way, too, so you guys talk about whatever uh, okay. you want to talk about. But this, the thing with him and the kid was, was the weird. Girl. It was very weird. It made me uncomfortable at times. I was like, yes. This, like, girl's attracted to him or something. Way. She likes him. 
It's like the father she never had that she like wants to be with. It was like something. this. It was like this French. It was like this French version of Leon the Professional. Oh, I thought he was gonna yeah. bang this little girl, and I was like, they better not go there. You know, <laughs> when they were laying well, in I, that I barn together, gonna, I was like, mm. I, I thought they were gonna go the complete other way when that little when the little tick bites him and he just starts beating the shit out of her. Yeah, like that was weird too. Like she liked yeah. it though. What about when what about that it, woman she was like, that had like this, the the conjoined woman or that whatever that had like right two there. complete torsos? That was yeah. the weird. Way, no, the way the way their hands interacted with stuff was crazy to watch. Yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about that performance alone, where oh, they yeah. can right? just their, oh, uh, oh the characters ability. were good, man. The oh, evil yeah. the, the evil laugh was so fucked up. Evil, yeah. From her. The, yeah, the evil laugh. Her whole, you know. No, I said the evil laugh shit, was fucking know? evil. Yeah. I thought you were like, I thought you were like evil. No. Like, I don't know. Well, that evil just, laugh was evil. And to, for it to be, uh, it's two different women, and they yeah. had a special, you know, boot made to con- conjoin their feet, right? Yeah. So to be able to act with someone that you may or may not have previously known to be able to coordinate your hands oh, when they're yeah. cooking. Oh, and the way she was scratching to, her arm. and Yeah. At the way that they did the whole talking thing. Yeah. Like, well, they made, this, they made her more of a creature than a person. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. I kind of wish I could hear their real voice because yeah, I mean, the voices they used though were pretty good. Like it, I think it added to it. Cause it got creepy well, at times, you know, especially well, those women. The best. Well, you know, it was the best display of like, well, I mean, I'm sure there are other movies that I'm forgetting at, at the moment, but like, it, it seems like it was, it, it's the best use of special effects in a 95. Oh film. yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like after a while, we'll have to look up movies that came out that year and compare its cinematography. A lot of movies to came out before that, that were, Jurassic Park, yeah. fucking 93. Yeah. But they were using like practical effects. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. I was like, why didn't I watch this a long time ago? To me, it, it was, it, it, it doesn't quite achieve it, but it's very close to the, like the dark city level. Yeah. I think right. what hurt this movie when it came out was that it was probably subtitled. Yeah. Is it another language? Like, could have had a huge release here and maybe it did i don't know but i doubt it well it didn't make a lot of money yeah did it no it didn't oh see so yeah i mean how much money did it make well the uh budget was 18 million and in the u.s it grossed 1.5 million they did a good job with that budget yeah right get all of that i mean this is one of the few uh foreign films that i prefer watching with the subtitles it sucked my ass in i was like what the fuck is happening here <clears throat> yeah well i mean all right so um ron perlman one his character's name is a strong man for a, a traveling circus yeah he breaks and, chains yeah and um his um hot man whatever you want to call him gets stabbed like right out of the gate yeah they take him down um so he's go. He takes the body back to the trailer, and then he's, he's trying to nurse him back to health. Yeah, he's he's kind of mourning it, whatever he's doing, and then the cyclopses show up. 
which the, is the, the city's populated by these kids, these orphans who, uh, that are like master pocket thieves. That's why the guy got stabbed. Yeah, and then these kids are stealing money. This one kid eats every fucking thing. His little brother. Can like, I just say <laughs> that, like, with the uh, with the cyclops, like, like when we're getting to them. I, the the logo on their their little like mechanical eye said Opticon. I think that's the coolest name for something. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It said Opticon. Yeah, it's way better than Transformers. Oh, Optimus got a fucking Opticon <laughs> over here. <laughs> well, all right. So the way that it works is uh, they kidnap the little brother, and one is trying to find little brother. Yeah. And, in doing so, he runs into the orphans. Okay, the orphanage is ran by the octopus, which is the conjoined twins. Mm-hmm. They send the orphans out during the night. I guess it's night. It's never really daytime. Yeah. <laughs> but send them out to steal money, bring money back to them, or jewelry or whatever. Yeah, so they so can they- stay there and they don't kill them. They're like pimps. Yeah, but... They're protecting them from the Cyclopses because the Cyclopses are getting the children and taking them to like this underground fucking whatever, like underground society where they're selling the kids to the mad scientist and his whole posse. Mm -hmm. And then they wanted to keep some of them. Yes. They said, we need to keep a few. And I was like, you sick bastard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, in in return for giving the children up, they part of their whole secret society thing is they renounce sight. So some and sound. So somehow they like lose those two senses. I don't know if they pluck their eyes out and burst their eardrums. But then they, they figure do. out a little loophole and they got the eye well, and earpiece. Well, that's what the the scientist is giving them in return for the children. Mm-hmm. So oh, I didn't getting, know that. Yeah, because whenever they show up, he opens that case up, the one clone does, uh-huh. and it's got one of the octacons and one of the little gun with yeah. the hearing guns, you know? So that's what's happening there. Like, that's what all that is about. I've watched this movie several times, if you haven't already noticed. But um, so uh, they, one is trying to find out where the Cyclopses are, and He's he's finding the orphans so that they can take him to where the Cyclops den or whatever secret society place is. And in doing so, he meets the octopus and he he picks that safe up and puts it on that door. And they're like, you know, we need somebody strong enough to carry this safe out so that they can crack the safe open. So that's kind of how he gets intertwined with the orphans. So he steals the safe. I mean, there's some really cool, there's some really funny stuff that happens in this movie. Like, I laugh out loud at some, some of the parts in this movie still. Like, whenever they, they're, he steals the safe, they're running back, and then mm-hmm. um, well, they pull the cord, yeah, and the they, cop falls, and, and they he's walk bridged. across him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's. Oh, the, 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 way they, the way they make everything so efficient in the movie. Yeah. Like, everything is enough to create, like, a little, like, almost like a, like a, like a Pee Wee Herman series of events that caused something to happen, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that teardrop. Oh, my yeah. God. Caused a chain <laughs> reaction. Eye dropper. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so on the abandoned oil rig is where this mad scientist is living. Yeah, pretty, with, this pretty sweet pad. 
Yeah, with his wife, who is a he dwarf. created her, right? Well, the brain told the story, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, br- <laughs> the brain. The brain. <laughs> <laughs> he told so, the story, though. Remember, like, of course, yeah. You but know. we see we see the full fledged part of the story when after they released that canister, though. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's trying to get him to cry because he thinks if he gets his tear bottled up, then he can use it to figure out how to make him younger or whatever, whatever that was about, you know? He's but scared the, to die. Yeah. On the oil rig, it's six clones that have sleeping sickness. The the lady that he's married to, him, and then a brain. Clones in this, from the scientists that used to work with him, but they have fallen out. Oh, yeah. So and he made six out, of them. Yeah. And they still can't no. do one job right. Like not no. even together. No. <laughs> that was funny. Every time I was impressed with that. Yeah. Because I know that wasn't easy to do in uh ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They interact with each other and everything. They did a like, good job with that. Like it was Oh yeah. Yeah. So um they finally um they finally get back to where the Cyclopses are. And they're fishing around. They see little brother and all that stuff is happening. And they figure out that they're getting the kids and taking them to this oil rig. Well, while that's happening, the the octopus is goes to her former, I guess, boss mm-hmm. for the the circus or whatever. And he has these fleas. <laughs> this is so crazy. Yeah, he has these. Yeah, he has these fleas that he has these little mouthpieces. Like assassins. Yeah, he puts these little mouthpieces in this little serum thing, and he lets the fleas go, and they jump on somebody and inject that stuff into them. And when he starts playing the musical box, the fleas leave, and it causes like the serum to go into their body, and they just start killing whoever they're around. Yeah. That is fucking insane. What's yeah. weird is the amount. Yeah, just like a, that just little a, bitty amount, dude. Think about how small that is. Yeah. What and would a whole about, dose do? What would a teaspoon of that shit do to somebody? Turn your asshole inside out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be like that wish master. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> you haven't seen that YouTube, but it's yeah. amazing. Exquisite. Yeah. Um, so he's like a drunk drug addict. He's this dude, but he's sent to like make sure that the girl and the and one die, right? Yeah, yeah the 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 twins. Yeah, Cindy, man, they're pissed. Yeah, and he decides that he's gonna like save them. And I want to talk about this camera work for this flea. Oh yeah, oh well, it yeah. was clearly CGI, but it was amazing. It though. was good. Yeah. No, I want to talk about the point of view of the flea itself. Yeah. How it was hopping around. It kind of had that evil dead feel to it. Yeah. That was yeah. that was so amazing, man. I love that part. I love the flea, like that one part where it shows the journey <laughs> of how it gets back to the dude after all that stuff happens. Because he he shows up and he saves one, and the girl falls into the sea, which looks green and fucked up, like, I don't know. Shit was in the water. dirty. Yeah. Some mercy so, ass water. Yeah. Well, it was almost like, I mean, it definitely had a, it was very lightly glazed with a steampunk 
Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, she falls into the ocean and, um, she's all tied up and, you know, he's all bummed out. One is all bummed out that she's dead. Come to find out there's a fucking cookie fucking (laughs) every time I think of somebody in one of those submarine outfits, um, or whatever they're called. I always think of that movie with Robert De Niro and, um, oh, what's his name? Snow Dogs. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, because he calls him Cookie the whole time. Cookie! I remember that. Oh, you're talking about that. What's that movie? Yeah, I don't know, but it's great. Oh, shit. That movie's really good. Cookie. Yeah, I got to look it up. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man, it's killing me that I don't know it. Yeah. Man of Honor? Something of Honor? Yeah, I think that's it. Man Man of Honor? Yeah. Okay. Oh, where he plays the uh, scuba diver? Yeah, Cookie. Yes. Yeah, Men of Honor. Okay. 2000. That was such a good movie. That hurt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Pulled the filing cabinet out so far that it fell off the track. <laughs> you're, you're trying to struggle to put it back on. Yeah. You're like, fuck. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to leave it laying here. So if <laughs> the rest of the podcast is fucked up. I'm sorry, but the filing <laughs> system's down. Yeah, we um, got to shut the show down. <laughs> anyway. So. So uh, she gets found by um, dude, and he takes her back up into his submarine that he has built. And he's been, like, walking on the ocean floor, collecting stuff and cataloging it. And then she wakes up, and she's like, I got to go. And he's like, why do you want to go? Like, they keep taking all the children. Like, you're safe here. They don't know you're here, you know? And she opens that closet, and all the toys fall out. He's like, the children, you know? And she's like, you know about the children. What do you know? What do you know? He's like, I don't know. I don't know anything. Well, while that's happening, all this is happening. They put one of the clones in the chair. The brain talks the one clone into getting in the chair. And then they siphon all the dream energy out of the kid, which this is my question. Do they kill the children? Is that what's happening? I don't think they do. I think they just keep them. So, well, I mean, no one died. Yeah. Well, even I, even they, even at the end, man, when he sucked the life force out of her, when they came out of the dream, she was fine. Yeah. I mean, but you'd think that they'd be like millions or not millions, but hundreds of children just like hanging out. You know what I mean? Like they disappear. Yeah, they probably this, get rid of them. Oh yeah, yeah that's maybe give I'm, them back to that one thing, or maybe they come the cyclopses. Maybe sometimes they die. Oh yeah, that's a good, but. I didn't see them harm any of them. And when well, the one kid, when they had make, that bad dream, you remember the dream? It was like, he was like, this dream's fucked. We got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> and then finally yeah. he finds the kid that's just like eating food. It's just like, which way did he go? You know, and he's like, yeah. this is what I need. Uh, he fucking grabs one of the candles and starts eating, yeah. eating it as well. This motherfucker ate everything. Yeah. Well, and I, my thing is, is, I think that he was wanting the children to have good dreams because. A stable bad, dream. Yeah, because the bad dreams are making it worse for him. Yeah. But the good the good dreams must be the ones that help him kind of uh reverse his aging, maybe. Yeah. And um or maybe the children have to stay asleep long enough for the process to take place. When they start having a bad dream, they wake up. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. But anyway, that's weird. He bottled, yeah. He bottles the, the uh, clone, gets the bottle of the dream and throws it out in the ocean. The dude finds it and it cracks open. Right. Mm-hmm. And the dream starts, which is, oh, which yeah. looks that amazing. Crazy. Yeah. So the dream is like going all around, all over the place, like going up everybody's noses, you know, hey, it goes up. How that girl not die? At the end? No, when, whenever she was underwater and he brought her in. See how slow he was walking? Yeah, right. She was yeah, dead, man. He stepped on her hand. She was like, yeah. I'm like, no. Like, yeah, yeah, right. That was the only thing that was like super. You know, that dream shit was weird, but somebody could really do that and it not work. I mean, that yeah, dream right. shit was weird. But when he stepped on her hand, I'm like, all right now. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. What about when he walks over to that guy and it's like, they all thought this guy skipped town, but this is where he's at and his feet are encased in concrete. Yeah. I, I laugh so fucking hard. Um, he's, so like, the dream. I, he's like, I got enough stuff here for the both of us. Yeah, I collect enough for two. He's like a rusty bicycle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, cataloging air. He was going to catalog <laughs> yeah. the girl. She he wrote on there where she was found. Yeah, right. Like he was just going to leave her there to Property. decompose. <laughs> but uh so, well so the the dream guest get, gets to her and she has the nightmare about what happened what really happened uh between the scientists and all that stuff and then it got back to the scientist or the you know the guy in the submarine and he remembers everything so come to find out like he's the scientist that the brain was talking about. He's the one who created the clones. Cause you see the clones in the flashback that they show They're in the little square yeah. uh, glass things, yeah. you know, him. And I guess that's his like a fetus in a jar. Yeah. Right. Straight in growing. a square jar. Square jar. They look hole. fucking weird. Yeah, they do. So according to the story, the brain told he made a wife, mm-hmm. which was the a little short, which woman. was the, Yes, and then he made six clones, but they had sleeping sickness. And so I'm guessing that the other guy, the the main guy, the bad guy, the one that's trying to like not age, is I guess his brother, something like that. Hard boss, or or did he make him? And because he's a clone, he's aging rapidly. That's wait really a minute, why he's was that his brain? Is that why he couldn't think worth the shit? Was that his brain? Because they kept calling it uncle. The brain yeah. told the story. The brain was really smart. Yeah. So was the brain hmm. that guy? Because the main, you know, the guy that the, the blew the place up at the end. Yeah. He couldn't remember shit. He couldn't think for shit. And one time he was a scientist. Yeah. So like, what's well, wrong with him now? Maybe, but it shows he wasn't they smart anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember they hit him in the head and throw him off the throw him off the oil rig and he falls all the way into the ocean. And that's the last, you know, that, that starts his story in the submarine and everything. Was that brain supposed to be him? I think the brain was like his first, um, well, he mentioned it in the story. He said, you created a brain cause you were like lonely or something. Yeah. Somebody, maybe you know, the brain, somebody to talk to. Well, so uh, well, maybe, maybe the brain was his brother. And then he tried to create the main guy that's trying to steal the dreams from mm-hmm. the brain. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. He needed the brain know, to do it. 
Yeah, because the brain knew what's up. Some of that good brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> so they, uh, anyway, they're wanting to kill the chick and one, Ron Perlman. And that doesn't, you know, happen. So the octopus shows up at the pier and they get the fleas in the, the box. Oh, and shit. They, yeah, the fleas jump on Ron Perlman, and they start playing it, and he starts beating the fuck out of this poor he girl. He was choking the life out of her. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. And then a fucking shit. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Connection dropped. And then the ship. Well, you remember they had that her tear caused a chain yeah. reaction, which knocked the power out, which knocked the lighthouse out, so the ship wrecked. Yeah, which Good is for crazy. Her. The whole movie was like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, It had that Baron Munchausen feel. Yeah. You could Um, definitely tell um, that it was very art-based. Oh, yeah. Well, and it was a cross-collaboration between Germany, France, and Spain, I think. Yeah. Like, this was, you know, kind of a big deal for the time, you know? That city was cool. Yeah, it was. I liked is water, you know, buildings real close together. Yeah. Grass. Very <laughs> you know, like yeah, white right. grass. Yeah. Um, well, so then they get uh they finally get to the oil rig and the girl climbs in there <laughs> and he pulls his his like a piece of his shirt, his yeah. sweater that is like way too small for him to be wearing. He pulls it off and she's walking through there and she gets spooked and she runs back and it gets hung and that whole thing happens while they're trying to find little brother and save the rest of the children. Yeah. Then the others, the original scientist shows up and starts putting fucking explosives all around this place. Like piss on this shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, um, he'd been living underwater. <laughs> it's safe down here under a rock. Yeah. So, um, so he's hell-bent on blowing this place up. Well, they they get the girl. While that's happening, they get the girl and put her in the the sarcophagus, right? Brain talks her into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And Brain's trying to get out of here. Yeah. Brain ain't happy with yeah, this. He wants, to, he wants to get away from this dude's a dick. He's like Ichabod Crane, too. Like, he's... Yeah. He's creepy, man. Yeah, he's really creepy looking. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, right. So they go into the dream. This is like the full-fledged dream sequence they show. And, like, I'm get, I'm assuming, okay, so it shows her in the dream. The old man shows up, and then he starts, she starts aging, and he starts Benjamin Button in it. Yeah, you know like why backwards. it didn't work is because she was a little bit older. Yeah. So it just kept going. Weird. It just kept going. Like if he had a kid, it would have stopped. It would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That part where they were morphing was like crazy looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. They did a good job. Yeah. So, um, I mean that basically like, like, Destroys his mind. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, she uses her imagination to control the dream and and turn it into an infinite loop, Uh which was just, that was crazy. 
kept happening over and over again, and he couldn't handle it. His old brain couldn't handle. And, well, it and he, him, he was like aging backwards. Yeah. And when he made it to a baby, the next step was fucking nothing. And that's what yeah. happened. Like, yeah, he zeroed out. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. <laughs> like, like this is you can't go past this dog, and he was just gone. Yeah. Like, he fell forward. I was like, "What's happening?" And it shows he like spits all over the He's camera. Dead. It's all fucked up. Yeah, fried. And then, yeah, and then they're trying to get out of there. Yeah. Um. So they do. They get on. They they get into the boats. One boat you have the clones and the brain. Tied to the fucking (laughs) the brain's like untie the boat you idiots it's so funny because the kids and one get in the one boat they're paddling away and then they get in the other boat and they're paddling and the one looks back and he goes I think we're bringing it with us the brain brain says we're still tied to it you moron Uh it's like okay oh so they get away The, the original scientist has fucking somehow taped himself up with dynamite to the side of this, the oil yeah, rig. He's rigged the whole building. Did he put the mercury bombs out? Those are uh, like little mercury bombs. Yeah. They're crazy. All over everything. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then he had a last second thought of like, I don't really want to die. Like, there goes my greatest creation. Well, he was like, everyone's saved and dude's dead. Yeah. So He's, He was a little late to the party. He's like, why am I killing myself? Come back and get me. Yeah, please. And then the bird landed on the dynamite stick, the the damn detonator. On on the plunger? Yeah. And it blows them up. (laughs) And then movie ends right there. Yeah, a long list of credits uh, starring Rufus. Uh, Ends with a a burp. Yeah. Yeah. It does end with a burp. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, this movie was great. I think it's great. Yeah, I liked it. It kept um, me around and it pulled me in and I wanted I was like, what's gonna happen here? I was really impressed by the way it looked. Yeah, it right. was really yeah. it was really nice that's to what, look at. Like Yeah, that's what the I, I agree. Like I go Samson in on that, was, like uh, it had a dark I can, tone. I can appreciate like a an insane looking production like that. Well, I was reading up on it. Apparently what they did to make it look that way, they put white makeup on all the actors. And then they and turn then, the... Yeah, they adjusted, what, the opacity? Or the uh, uh, contrast or something yeah. to, to bring it down where it was darker around them? Yeah. To wow, make, so they, you could still see them? Yes. Oh, okay. Because it was dark, man. It had a dark... Yeah. Yeah. They adjusted it down to where their skin looked skin color, like mm. flesh color. But everything else is slightly skewed, you know, because it's just such so a great idea. Intense. Yeah, right. I mean, the movie wow. has everything sci fi, humor, original stuff. Yeah, I hate that it, 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 it slipped under the radar for me. Like, I remember yeah. seeing that box all the time when I was a kid, but I never rented it because I was like, what's this fucking about? Because I just remember the guy's head. With that on the thing front of the on. box with that thing on. I remember seeing it, and it was he was turned sideways. Yeah. And it looked like a tool record. Yeah, you know? it did. Didn't it? Like, that's yeah. what I remember. I remember seeing it all the time at CW's Pit Stop. Yeah. This is before Blockbuster, son. But I never <laughs> checked that shit out because I was like, hey, I don't want to watch no pinhead shit. Like, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get my laugh on, dog. Yeah, right. Trying to have nightmares. I'm a little kid, you know. So it just I, totally slipped under. It belongs. I think it's underrated. Oh yeah. Um. Now I've I mean, never heard anyone mention this movie until you mentioned it. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of film podcasts, uh, interviews. Never heard anyone mention this movie. Yeah. It's a shame, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so out there, yet, like, the humor in the movie really kind of grounds it in reality to, to a big extent because it's like, you see these people, like, like Travis said, it's a lot of fluid motions that's happening with these children and a lot of stuff. But, like, you see uh, one, you know, when he goes to the bar after he thinks that the girl's dead, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like he's constantly kind of screwing up to an, to one extent or another. Like it's not bad or noticeable, but like he is not making the best best bad lieutenant decisions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, he's kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean he's strong. He's strong like, he's man. That, you know. Uh, he's, you know. Yeah, he's that typical strong man kind of dumbass. Feeble mind. Yeah, feeble minded character. He's a dumbass. But he played it well. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. It was believable. Yeah. They said that he didn't know French. Of course he didn't, because he said, like, one line. That's why they called him one. Nah, yeah. he had a very – because when I saw him, I was like, is this guy, how's he going to – but his dialogue was real simple. Yeah, yeah. which is it's perfect, because he, he doesn't know French, of course, and the character. That fits the character perfect. Yeah. So. And he has – and I'm pretty sure that in the uh, the original version, he kind of has that accent, that Romanian well, he was, type I, accent. I thought he was Russian, but yeah, but yeah, because yeah, he was like, he, I was like, this dude's like vodka, you know, like yeah, little like, brother, oh, yeah, <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's just it's just such a trip. And whenever you mention it to people, they're like, ah, oh, I've never seen that, never, you know, yeah. And then you show him the trailer, and I watched. I sent the trailer to Corey earlier because he's, you know, I told him that this was happening. You should watch it before he listens to it. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) We should have put that at the top, (laughs) Corey. (laughs) Watch this movie first. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah, but the trailer doesn't really do it justice. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't. No, because it's just it's so many moving pieces. Yeah, you can't fit all that craziness into a two-minute TV spot. Like, no, no, not at all. Um, yes, the the set design, like the the acting, man, yeah. the clones, the characters. The, the, yes, the the octopus, like it's just the the guy that's the, the washed main up guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the damn the flea dude. Yeah, I mean, he's out there. He looks like a villain in a cartoon from, like, the 1930s. Yeah, he looked like you know he was I mean? going to tie a girl to some train tracks. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm twist, he looked like, what was that? Mustache. What was that? Uh, whiplash well, like Snively or something? Yeah. Snively Whiplash, like it, that's it. In, like, another universe, I feel like this movie could have been an animated film. Snively Whiplash is the guy with the mustache that would tie the girls to the train tracks in those cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's him. That's his name. Yeah, that's what that's he looked him like for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it could be 
I think that it could be reimagined as an animated feature. Um, I don't. I don't think it should be remade. Nah, dude. Stretch. In a few years, oh, they're going to no, remake no, this movie, and we're going to do a "Was It Worth It?" starring fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, he's going to play one. That's what's going to happen, dude. They're like, yeah, we're remaking this movie with the Rock, and he's like, "The like, well, Rock, what do you think about the movie? Did you watch the original? Hey, feel about the plot?" And he's like. It doesn't matter what the plot is, you know? <laughs> right. The Rock says he's going to go in here and kill it. Yeah. Well, you if heard they it first, this folks. Mo- this, this is like the same level as like, you know, Back to the Future. It or- would tank, though. You can't make a movie like that now. Well, or they don't go it over would- well, man. Well, I, have a fi- I feel like if it came out now, um, that... I know, like, Tim Burton would direct it. Yeah, I will. First thing that's going to go is foreign language. They're going to be like, oh. uh, people are not going to read this shit. Like, oh, well, yeah. if that's the case, well, if Tim Burton directed it, you know Johnny Depp would play one or the scientist. Yeah, exactly. Johnny so Depp would like, play the scientist. He would play every character. <laughs> Including the, the clones? No, no, he, no. Yeah, what if he played the clones? As fucking Jack Sparrow? <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter would play the the oh, small wife. They yeah, would make her look talk. small too. Yeah, yeah. Of course, she's going to be in it. You know. Yeah. Um, um. No, this felt to me. We've suddenly cast this movie as a Tim Burton. Film. Yeah, the little girl from uh, what was that? The Wolverine movie would play that. Yeah, the right. little girl role. You know. Yes, I would watch that. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't, but. I could see her casting it. Well, my thing when I watch it, especially this last time, like this was around the time when Tim Burton's super weird kind of style was happening. Like this is post Batman, right? Uh Of course. So what did he do post Batman? Beetlejuice. Sleepy Uh, Hollow. Sleepy Hollow was after. Wasn't there something else that he did? Batman. Edward Scissorhands. Uh, That was 90. What was? Big Edward Fish. Scissorhand. No, he did. Um, I mean, pro- Edward Scissorhand was in 90, and we're going after 2005. Let's see. I mean, 1995. Yeah, so it was. Sleepy Hollow definitely was like, what, 97 something? No, it was Mars Attacks, then Sleepy Hollow, then Planet of the Apes, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So, I mean. He did Mars Attacks? Yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't he know did. that. Yeah. It's in That's my a strange Boston. one. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. If <laughs> 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 we just did the rest of the podcast like that. Wow, that movie. And then uh he did uh um Ed uh Ed Wood. Yeah, that was came that out before? in ninety four. Okay. But that's when it started getting weird. Yeah, well, I, I I always think of his like pre Batman as being the weirder side of him. Like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, it, it's not that weird, but it's still kind of weird. He directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know that, man. Yeah. Oh shit! Wow, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, all no, of his movies have that big adventure feeling. Like he's going to take yeah. you on a journey. Oh yeah. Good filmmaker. Yeah. In part, in part by Danny Elfman's soundtrack. I, I really like <laughs> Beetlejuice, but it's because fucking Michael Keaton is just so good. Like, 
Yeah. You don't get enough Beetlejuice in that movie. No, I want more. I always yeah. want more. Oh, oh, I hope when they do a Beetlejuice movie, because they're going to do one. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know? And, <laughs> and when they make one, I hope they do more Beetlejuice. Like, I mean, he is Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one can do a, a Beetlejuice like that. No. They shouldn't try. Um, and it keeps getting better every time, you know? Yeah. Um, but my thing is, is like, like pre Batman was kind of the weird time for Tim Burton because then like, like I said, he does Mars attacks, which is still kind of a, that, that's crazy, but it's a throwback. You know what I mean? Sleepy hollow isn't as weird. Big fish is kind of weird, but, but it's, it's, but it's shot. More, it's got that feel. Yeah. The sleepy yeah. hollow is dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. this certain look to his movie. Yeah. But this, this felt like to me, like, the perfect Tim Burton movie that wasn't directed by Tim Burton. And I'm not trying to say that to take anything away from the writers or directors, but this movie seems like the path that Tim Burton should have stayed on. Like if he would have made if he would have made this movie back in 95, you know what I mean? If he would have stayed this course, then we probably wouldn't get like Charlie and the chocolate factory and Alice in Wonderland. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of his newer movies are not, as well as well liked as his others you know what i mean like well let's can i mention this that he is he's gonna do beetlejuice 2 has been announced yeah oh yeah and dumbo is in pre-production and he's the director for dumbo so what the fuck yeah i don't know how they i mean is it gonna be dark is it gonna be a tim burton movie no, I, my thing is with Tim Burton though, he needs to keep sticking to his writer director stuff. Yeah. Like when he gets properties, other properties like Alice in Wonderland or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he tries to put his spin on it. Some things work with a Tim Burton spin. This movie being remade by Tim Burton would work. I'm but on, if you give if you give him Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and say, put your spin on it, it's like, it's, oh no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. take your spin away. Yeah, exactly. You know, what did you do? Yeah. I mean, his stuff always works whenever he's the one creating it from the ground up. You know what I mean? Is that where it went bad? Was it Charlie and Chocolate Factory, the first movie where you're just like, oh, well, let me see. Planet of the Apes was rough. And that's before. So that's that's where it happened. You're just like, oh, what the Tim Burton fucking how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Well, he did. Um. Okay, Planet of the Apes, and then Big Fish. He kind of redeemed himself because I really like that movie. Yeah. Uh, then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and then Corpse uh, Bride. Then Corpse Bride. Uh, then Sweeney Todd. It which just I keeps didn't getting mind. worse, dude. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. Dark Shadows, mm-hmm. Frank and Weenie, animated, uh, Big Eyes, which I haven't seen, but it's got Christoph Waltz in it. And uh, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. That came out in 2016. And I have not seen this guy. I passed on those last two. Sam Jackson. Like Chris O'Dowd's in it. I might pass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nah, I'm good. PG-13 family, drama, adventure, a drama, crime. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, but, uh, man, he needed to stick. He Kevin Smith it, dog. 
Yeah. He should have stuck to his own universe. And he yeah. got off the path and was like, let me go make some money. And yeah. Well, that's said why he I, made money. That's the only difference. Yeah. Well, that's why I never wanted uh, them to give any kind of comic book property or anything to Tarantino. I know that he won't do it, but if he ventures out there, it's just not going to be. He's not going to do it, man. It's not going to be Tarantino. I want a you know Tarantino I mean? movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, could you imagine I mean, if he did I Dumbo? Could, I could. I could only. I can only imagine really if, if if he did some sort of comic adaptation. It would have to be one that's not like The Punisher. No, he would have I to do something like, like Sandman. It, it, <laughs> it's gotta be rated yeah, R though. <laughs> it would have to be something that that has a lot of dialogue. If they I guess. called him in, he'd be like, "What's the most, what's the most racist comic you have?" <laughs> That's the one I want to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> start fucking around man. with comic books, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, well, Tarantino, I'm glad he's he's gonna stick to his fucking path, like. He knows thank, better, man. Yeah, thank God, you know. And when he finishes uh, movies, which is, he's rolling up on it. Yeah. I think he's going to do 10, right? I think so. Yeah, he's going to stop, man. He's talked about it. Uh, he wanted to do the books because he's, still, he's yeah. like, I have more stories, but when I write a script, it's like a book. He's like, yeah. I just like to do novels. Well, he's, he, yeah, he came out and said that um, he writes it as a novel and then he hires somebody to, tr- like, translate it into yeah. a script. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's pretty ridiculous to even think of that. Yeah, he you writes know? a fucking book. Yeah. So, which is like something that like he could take his characters and he could, he could make that, um, uh, Vega brothers. Oh, book. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he could, it could take place in his world and it could fit in and tie in and, but that's that's a different podcast for a different day, you know. Like we could talk about Tarantino all day long. Well, he's made the right decisions. Oh yeah, as a director, no bad, no bad lieutenant decisions at all. Yeah. Um. So, um, you know who else I wish stayed the course? Who? Robert Rodriguez. Oh, <laughs> Spy Kids. Yeah. And uh, he's he's. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Tarantino's like, I didn't pull a Robert Rodriguez. I didn't pull a Tim Burton. He's like, Yeah. I stuck to my path, man. I did it yeah. my way. Yeah. Which is good on him, yeah. you know? Now, he's had some movies. I like all of his movies. Not the biggest fan in the world of Inglorious Bastards. I like it. But if I'm going to pick one to watch, it ain't going to be that one. Well, that one's almost like a chore. Yeah. Because you watch it because you had to. Well, in in that one scene, in that one scene, you have three different characters speaking three different languages being translated by three different translators. Yeah, it was good though. It was. It good, just wasn't his damn. best. It got weird towards the end. Yeah, but oh, yeah. it had some damn good acting. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, dude, uh, 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 Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I mean, oh my he, god. Yeah, I was sitting He's in the, the theater, mouth breathing. When that was over happening, his, I was just like, oh, this motherfucker's oh, still in the show. Who is this? Well, and you get him right out of the gate whenever yeah. he does that. He rolls up to that farmhouse, yeah. and he's he's like, that tension builds that was so intense, much. intense, man. Oh, my God. I thought it's I perfect. was being hunted. Like I was like sitting there like, oh, yeah. he's going to oh, find us, the Jew hunter. 
Yeah, right. Oh, that was real intense. And then they just killed everybody. And the chick ran off, and he was like, Au revoir, Jerry. You know? Avita Z. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the cream, you know? Yeah, right. But then it so, got weird with some of the scenes. But anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go ahead and rate it. I'll go first. Uh, okay. I'm going to give it a star. Ooh. And if I ever see it, like I'll add, like if I can get a good deal on it, like I'll add it to my collection, especially if it was on Blu-ray. I'd like to see. It. I'm very impressed with this, the white uh, powder on their skin, and then they turn the contrast down. Yeah, right. Like the brightness. I'm like, that's clever. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Well, it stuff. makes sense. Yeah, because everything around them was dark. Yeah, everything. So now I know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Who the fuck came up with that? Yeah. Who was fucking around with those images? Who <laughs> was fucking around with baby powder and was like, wait a minute. Last yeah. night I was at home. I've covered my yeah. entire body with baby powder and I turned the contrast down on my camera. Don't ask why. Yeah, right. Um, the effects. Yeah, it said that to was achieve. With the effects. It said to achieve the slightly skewed color scheme of the movie. The actors were, ma- were made up in white face. And the color palette corrected until their flesh, until they were flesh toned. That's why everything's green. Yeah, and their clothes were kind of bright. Yeah, so you could still see them. Like, yeah, but yeah, it's very interesting. It's very. It was you know, on production quality alone, this movie definitely gets a star. Yeah, and I hope it won something when it came out, which it probably did. The well, uh, best effects that year should have gone to yeah, this movie, probably. Yeah. Unless it was up against the abyss. <laughs> Which, no, I think it came out way before that. Well, but, uh, well while you're um, doing yours, Travis, I'll see what came out in 1995. Um, I give it a star as well. Um, I, I really don't have any more i could elaborate on it with would you, you know? watch like, it with the kids they probably yeah, enjoy it yeah yeah it's an adventure um, movie yeah uh, it's it's definitely a film though that like it's not gonna be for everybody oh no definitely not like uh um that almost made me give it a half star just because of that because it's definitely a film where if you don't take other things into consideration and you're just watching it for a film, um, I can see where a lot of people would be very hit and miss with pissed with the story. Right. Um, but I feel like if, if, if the, if, if the set design, if, if just, if you're just into odd films, um, Oh yeah. It's definitely one that I could totally, I could understand someone being like, why haven't you seen this? Well, it's and it's one of those movies where like you know the specific kind of person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like you guys. Have you guys seen this movie? You have to watch it because I know that like you may not enjoy it from you may not enjoy it or particularly like it, but you'll appreciate it from very, very, very many different ways. You know well, what I mean? Especially yeah, if you're uh, a yeah. if you're into filmmaking. Yes. Oh, yeah. You'll be like, "Wow, this movie is like yeah, this." Is... It's a very interesting piece of filmmaking. At that, it's art. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. There are moments in the uh, in that movie where certain certain camera pans, 
like of the city of just like a warehouse whatever it almost looked like you're watching a like a painting move yeah right it's crazy man um like uh in the mine i guess it's a mine it's where the, the children were all slaving away just like a shot of the camera going through and like you know I, i'm a sucker for any of those shots where you know you'll see like a set piece off in the distance but there'll be stuff in front of the camera too like the chains or like yeah. scaffolding or any of that stuff and the camera just it doesn't interrupt the camera's movement it just keeps going and stuff i thought that was i always like shots like that long pans stuff like that long shots are amazing did you, did you notice opinion. in every scene too like they didn't like let any space go to waste they were like oh no fill it yeah, up you're right fill it up with yeah. everything like i don't want empty any empty spaces like there's just shit everywhere it was very yeah. claustrophobic like oh yeah you know because well, of that only, yeah the only time that there wasn't anything really uh crowding the set and i don't mean that in a bad way crowding it but where it's you know not overpopulated i guess you could say is when they're in the boat but there's these giant fucking mines like they're huge yeah. you really <laughs> yeah, don't need a map was, yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah let's talk about that for a second that, that was that was nerve-wracking especially when uh perlman taps one of them i'm like what oh, like yeah these like, are we gonna see are we gonna see one of these things blow you know they're like the size of a fucking car, like a Volkswagen bus. Oh, they're big. Yeah. And they have to find uh, a tattooed man to get the map of the, the minefield. Yeah. And they go to a tattoo artist because he, he says that he was a sailor and he knows tattoos, even though he doesn't have any tattoos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they go to the, like this. Even though know, he wasn't a sailor, he was a circus performer. Well, he says in one part that he used to be. Oh, okay. Uh, he used to be uh, Hunt Wells. Okay, that and makes that he sense. Would like, yeah, he would hand drive the harpoon into him, which uh-huh. is like I want to see that shit happen. But I anyway, see that movie. yeah, um, they go to that Asian tattoo parlor and they're arguing. And he's like, "Come on, man!" They he gets a tattoo. Then it says, "I don't know what it says, but it's something about the girl," which is whatever. It is what it is. That that's the only creepy part of the movie is the interaction between the girl. It's and very woman. uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, and I understand it's supposed to be like an innocent, childlike love. Uh, well, the the looks that she gives him though, it's yeah. just very unsettling. You know. Yeah, she definitely yeah. wanted to fucking cut on R. Kelly's pony. <laughs> go to town, you know. <laughs> it got weird. What was the yeah. one uh, director? Uh, that uh, like drugged girls. What was his name? Woody Allen. No man, <laughs> Roman Polanski. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, Roman Polanski director shit. You know, because it just kind of he, he banned from the United States. Yeah, he's like hiding out in some country where they allow shit like that. There's a lot That's of directors what... here though. They're like, leave Roman Polanski alone. Like, uh, uh, oh fucking. Uh, Oh man, The Departed, fucking Goodfellas, Martin, yeah, Martin Scorsese, yeah, he uh, he's one of those people that's like, oh, leave him alone. It's like, dude, he drugged a girl and raped her. Yeah, leave come him on. alone. Yeah, what are <laughs> what you doing? He's a really good director, though. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna, of course, give it a full gold star. Buy. I want to buy it on Blu-ray. I'm gonna buy it. 
because it's just one of those movies where like it's kind of like uh, some of the movies we've watched in the past we've talked about where it's like you guys have got to see this because you're going to appreciate it's it. It's one of those movies. See yeah. if, um, I feel like and um, see if this movie makes, if it's got a criterion of release. Oh. I'm uh, sure. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like this is one of those movies that do. Let's um, see. It, are y'all familiar with the Criterion yeah. stuff? Yeah. Oh man, like those editions are so nice. Like the way they release them and stuff. We've got, uh, I believe, I believe ours is uh, our copy of Fear and Loathing. I think. No, they do have the 20th anniversary Blu-ray. Oh, it is on, on Blu-ray. I was looking right now. Yeah, it's on. Uh, what you call it here? Amazon for twenty bucks. Well, I, def- I definitely feel that it deserves a Criterion release. Yeah, it's one of those bucks movies. are steep, but they're like, no, nah, we want it. Like, I'll, if I it. if I saw it, you know, I would actually. There's that cover, saw- man. You got to use that cover, dude. The one with the, his head, the old school one, the one from the. Oh yeah, where it shows uh, his head sideways. Right. You got to use would- that. I would definitely get it if I found a bargain buy for sure. Um, if you find it at all, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Cause I bet yeah, this is one of those that I, think, I have at McKay's. I think the last time I saw a copy of this was probably at Blockbuster. I'll Somebody never forget that, that fucking that. nose. Yeah, for real. Motherfucker's got a snout. It's got a, it's got a snouter on him. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll I'll redo the thing with that cover. You get it on but, DVD for nine dollars, but I would I'd, if I was gonna buy it, I'd buy it on Blu-ray. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. You might as well go all the way in. All right, y'all want to hear what came out in 1995? Yeah. All right, Toy Story. Oh, okay. Wow. Braveheart. Wow. Seven. Wow. Wow. Pocahontas. Okay. Golden that was Eye. a great year. Yeah. Oh, well, we're not done. Golden Eye, 12 Monkeys, Batman Forever, <coughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> The Usual Suspects, Oh, Jumanji, wow. Casper, Apollo 13, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Bad Boys, Heat. The year was packed, man. Yeah. When, nat- when Nature Calls. Mortal Kombat, Waterworld, Leaving Las Vegas, Showgirls, Judge Dredd, Power Rangers movie, Get Shorty. I mean, I'm skipping no a lot. I wonder of, why this movie tanked. Tommy Boy, Desperado, Basketball Diaries, Babe, Major Pain, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Marat's prophecy. I mean, dude. Wow. Ninety five was a like, busy year. Ninety five is like, like my childhood, all in one yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Those are just the big hits. What was too. it? Something was in the water that year. Yeah. Talk about some fucking powerhouse films. Yeah. Braveheart. Yeah. Apollo right. thirteen. Yeah. Casper. Holy shit. Heat. I mean, dude. 
Well, such, nice. like if you think about it, it's such a diverse, yeah, like set of movies that I saw, all I've seen every own. fucking one of them. Well, I mean, when you really think about how all those movies were made, like you could you could see where their money was spent in those films. Yeah, like, it was I'm, more obvious. Yeah. Every time I think of Heat, I always think of that shootout. You're talking about the Harvey Cartel or the uh, 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 Al Pacino Heat. Yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah. Have y'all seen Dog Day Afternoon? Yeah, I have. I've never seen it. It's it's pretty good. I know the story. It's not Devil's Advocate. Oh my God! Look, yeah. don't touch. <laughs> Taste, don't smell. <laughs> and while he's got you hopping back and forth <laughs> like some kind of absentee landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude! You should do the whole uh, the whole scene and put it yourself as Al Pacino and put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> do that, do that, and then have uh, uh, just cut it to uh, what's his name. Have his response in there. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't want to fuck my sister. You know <laughs> what? Absentee <laughs> landlord. <laughs> I just, that was one of those times I remember watching that dude. And that was a long time ago and just being like, I'm impressed with this motherfucker's performance here. Like, yeah, right. Like he, he's the devil. Yeah. Oh, I believed it. I believed it. (laughs) I would have to say that's probably one of my favorite Al Pacino. Yeah. Performances when he played the devil and devil's advocate. Did, uh, did you watch this movie with Deja Trav? Yeah. What'd she think about it? Hey, D, what were your thoughts on uh, City of Lost Children? It was like, what? It's making me, you make Adam G very nervous. (laughs) She said it was like, hook gone wrong. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 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 It's a real estate exclusive. Yeah, Deidre says hook gone wrong. I want that on a t-shirt. That's a, you can, you can put that over a lot of movies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sitting here or thinking. Like, I'm like, hey, a hook hey, gone wrong. Or it, it could have been. It could have been the sequel to the Goonies too. Yeah, I like that. Hook is dark. the fucking top tier here. Yeah, hook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the basis for it all. Yeah. No. Um. Well, there's something else I want to get into. You know. Um. I went and watched it. Trav went and watched it. I don't know if you went and watched it. No, nah, but y'all can talk about it because it's not going mean, to fuck it up for me. Wonder Woman. I'm beyond spoilers at this point. After this, we'll talk about something else. So go. Uh, all right. So uh, what were your thoughts on it, Trav? Uh, without, without spoiling anything, just broad. No, it, y'all can y'all can talk about it. Like, I'm not going to watch it until <laughs> it's released like for home viewing. So, Well, I want to get back to that in a second, but. To uh, to kind of to kind of harken a Adam G term here, a lot of chuffa. Yeah, I agree. It could have been um, cut down. Everyone minutes. praised this I movie, think, though. I think I think it probably. I think we could have. I think we could have dealt without so many scenes that showed Diana sit, seeing the horrors of war. Yeah, I felt like every five seconds it kept cutting to that. Yeah. Um. I just I want y'all to know like, this is the first time like, I've heard a negative review on this movie. I felt Everyone like that's Patty, talking about it, it's like, I, f- oh. well, I felt like 
I felt like Patty Jenkins filmed a very good World War One movie. Zack Snyder directed some really great Wonder Woman action scenes, and then they just edited that to get both of them together. Um, um uh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Like, the movie was good. Held my attention. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get antsy watching it. Like, man, I wish this would wrap up. But I just noticed that it was it was a very long movie too to, for Wonder Woman. I was not expecting it to be that long. How long yeah. was it? It was like two, two almost two and a half, just about. Woo! Yeah. Well, my thing is, um, and this is why I wanted to bring it up. When they released this on DVD, or whenever they released it, where it's readily available, I guess you could say. Um, if it's cool with you guys, I want to do what we have so far of the DC universe without Suicide Squad. I want to, and I want to do it in order. I want to do Man of Steel, then I want to do Batman v Superman, and then do Wonder Woman. Like one week, one week, one week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my problem, and I'm, and I hate myself for it, but I can't help it. And we'll talk about it more when we get, when we do these movies. But I and I think we all agree on it that it's hard for me to watch this and see so many people praise it. Whenever like Man everyone, still, yeah, when Man of Steel was so, so much fucking shit. good, yeah, and people shit all over it. Yeah, dude. they did, man. Here's like, my thing, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Griffin. Because Wonder Woman, to me, had the same tone, the same overall theme. Because that's something that I've noticed from Man of Steel through Batman versus Superman. All you know, all of it is that humanity is this shitty thing, and it's irredeemable, and it's not worth saving. Except yes. with Wonder Woman, they had a couple jokes here and there. Like it was a lot of. It, 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 they broke the dark tone every now and then with with like dumb shit, like her when she leaves uh, the island and and comes and comes with like you know London, and she woman's the fuck out over babies and ice cream and shit. Yeah, well, and my thing too is if they would have cast anybody besides uh, Chris Pine, I don't think it would have oh, went over I'm as over well. Him. Well, I, I love Chris Pine. I thought it was great as Kirk, but he really. I felt, I- he balanced that movie really well. Yes, exactly. He saved it in a lot of ways because if you would have cast the wrong person in that, because he's real quick, he's real witty, and like he grounded her. He's, and he's good at he's good at playing the charismatic character. He is quick. Yeah, and that's what saved all of the her fascination with the world, good or bad. You well, know, and what I, I mean? would imagine that yeah. she's probably not the best actress in the world, right? Well, I mean, she holds it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just... Um, and uh, well, I, well, She got and the part because she's hot. Me, one thing that, that surprised me is I was expecting going into the movie that, all right, female female superhero from the get-go, coming from a, a you know, a, a woman let the... Like, I felt like it was going to be very... I don't want to get too deep into that type of discussion, but I think y'all know what I'm talking about, a particular type of uh, I think that's political. why this movie is Teflon. Um, like, no one's going to hate on it. 
I was supposed to be like, oh, I mean, I mean, women can't be. You remember? No, wait a minute. Going into this movie, they had like a all woman screening. People got pissed. Yeah, there was this whole thing that happened, and then the movie came out, and nobody talked shit about it. Well, see, I was expecting, except for you two, a re. I (laughs) I was expecting a reason for that, honestly, and it honest like. A lot of the parts where I would that I felt like it was going to steer that way, it didn't. Yeah. And I, 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 I mean, I thought that was that was a pretty good touch. Like it was more, like instead of instead of the whole equality message for whatever you know agenda the movies got, it was actually a, you know, that type of shit all the way around. The whole spectrum got covered. Yeah. Well, I mean, and a lot of it had to do with they kind of tackle some of those issues in a way, but because of the time period that the movie takes place in, it, it's expected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's almost like that they tried. They tried to show. They tried to do a comparison of like trying to show the views. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a different era, different time. You know, all that social stuff going on, and. How they're different but the same from World War One, you know, they're they're both move like the movie tries to like the like they're different but the same. Mm-hmm. Like those periods that at that, that place in time from in that war compared to, you know, modern day, you know, because most pretty much all superhero storylines from the comics to the movies, it's all social commentary on the world, you know? Yeah. But um I mean, I'm not in any hurry to see it. Well, I don't. I don't think it's any better than the other two. Was it the Thor other two good? Man is, I mean, it wasn't better than Man of Steel, not by a long shot. No, that's why I want to do. I want to do those three uh, when that movie comes, you know, available. Because, <clears throat> I mean, like I said, people want to shit all over Man of Steel, and I, I've got things that I want to say about that. But that's going to be a podcast worth of discussion itself. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can't talk about Wonder Woman without talking about that because, like, the comparisons between the two are there. The differences, of course, are going to be there. But <clears throat> people hated on the Superman movie for things that they kind of got right in Wonder Woman, but they didn't really. You know what I mean? And then they okay. hated on Batman versus Superman, which was. I liked them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, both I of like, them. Like, I liked them both as well. Watched them both. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I, like, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Uh, I like the well, villain. I like the actor. Well, my, my, my thing about the DC movie universe as a whole is that I'm I'm not so caught up in wanting to see my favorite stories be completely adapted on screen. I've enjoyed this like this whole new take on some of these characters and and and, and the way and some of the like you know I, I I personally have not had a problem with how it's been going. Yeah. You got I, those people man they're like well according I mean, to issue, issue uh, 67. Well, it's I like mean, no like, dude it's not a comic know, book though it's a I movie. Mean, I mean, every movie has things that you wish would be better. They yeah. all, you know, that's, but, you know, the weakest one to me, the weakest link in the DC movies is to me is Suicide Squad. 
Oh, oh yeah, of course. I haven't even watched it yet. That tells you anything. Oh, really? No, nah, man. I have it sitting around. I haven't watched it. If you haven't watched it, shit, we might as well throw that into the mix because there's some shit I could say about that movie, too. We'll watch it, but fucking not next week. Yeah, no, I already got not. something planned for that. Yeah. I think it's my turn, right? Yeah, right, it if is. I get back to the podcast, I won't tell her. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I enjoyed it. And um, <clears throat> I'm not I even excited a- about seeing it now. Well, I thought it was interesting, but what interested me the most was the gods aspect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The mythology aspect. And they kind of touch on it, of course, with the villain being Ares and all that stuff. But, like, if they do a sequel, I want more of that. I don't – like, she's already came to, you know, the rest of the world and saw the horrors, and and Wonder Woman's already happened. Now I want to see her have to go back to her home world and have to either defend it against something, whatever she's got to do. But I want to see her have more conflict and interaction with Zeus and the rest of the gods. You know what I mean? Well, um, somewhere, I wish I, I wish I knew what source it was, but um, apparently, uh, one of the opening pieces of Justice League is going to show the Atlanteans and the Amazonians fighting the parademons. Like, apparently they're going to have it set up to where, I guess they've tried to invade Earth before. Right. And one of the mother boxes that you see briefly in Batman versus Superman, uh, one of them is actually on Themyscira. So... Because uh, I believe the uh, the queen, the general, and uh, like a, a small slew of other uh, people from Wonder Woman are going to have appearances in Justice League. That's I, I could see that. That's going to be interesting. I'm really excited about. Uh, um, apparently, like there's there's going to be a lot of parademon shit going on in Justice League because. There's supposed to be two big fight sequences, one at the beginning and I guess one near the end, where uh, just big set pieces of them, you know, blasting them away, you know? Hell, that's, I mean, that's what I'm paying for. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I'm paying for. No, uh, Wonder Woman isn't a bad movie, and it wasn't as um, woman power like Travis said, going into it. I mean, it is, but it's not. It doesn't throw it all in your face. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that it's good or bad either way, but it's just, it's, it was, I enjoyed the film because it wasn't leaning one way or another, really. You know? Yeah. That made me enjoy it, it that it much was, more. Well, I mean, it was legitimately just a superhero film with a, a female lead. Yeah. Which is great. She's hot. I loved it. Um, um, her action sequences were fun to watch. They were enjoyable. Too much slow mo. Um, well, you know, I'll say that. Um, it was a lot of uh, very three hundred esque. Hey, she was in Batman versus Superman for a hot minute, and they wore that fucking slow mo out on her. Then, like, yeah, you know, like every scene she was in, she was like slow mo, yeah. and her hair was blowing back. She was on fire. It's like what? Like um, she's in a fish tank. Yeah. It's like what? The, she moved like she was she, underwater. It's like there's a scene where she crosses through no man's land, and there's a part where the enemies 
uh, it's d during the World War One sequence, um, where they're like all concentrating fire on her, and just like there's a part where she's just holding it off with her shield, which was, I don't know, I th her shield, her shield moments were always really cool, and she went straight Spider Man with that lasso. Yeah, that was awesome. Her lasso was really cool. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but like I said, if I'm going to get deeper into it, I, I can't help but bring up the past two films, you know, excluding Suicide Squad because that's still kind of an independent thing. In a well, lot I of think, well, I feel like a plot hole that it leaves out is that if she did what she did in World War One, why is the world silent about it? Yeah. Why, why, why do people only flip the fuck out once Superman rolls up? Because I feel like the same reaction would have happened with Wonder Woman. Well, but we also don't know where she went after that. Because, like, it could just be people coming home from war seeing these crazy things, and they're like, there's this woman that can, like, fly, and she's super strong, and, and she's a complete badass, and there was a fucking crazy-ass fight at this airfield. Like, well, I mean, you know, somebody I mean, was like... Now nah, and somebody was like a woman. <laughs> you know? well, well, I mean, at the at, at the end of the of the day, it's just a one off from Batman versus Superman, because all it really is is just a movie that tells you the origins of the. Now y'all remember when I saw the trailer first? I said it had a Captain America feel. That yeah. first movie oh, oh, did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. You could feel it from the trailer, man. Captain America. Yeah. Well, to me, it felt like take Captain America and Thor, roll it up in a ball, replace the lead with a female, and that's kind of what Wonder Woman is in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Slap some tits yeah. on it. Yeah. Call it Wonder you know, Woman. Yeah. Hey, so, y'all got to I want to talk about my things. So y'all got to all right, all bring right, this look. Wonder Woman shit to a fucking halt soon. All right. Well, if you're interested, go watch it. But we're going to review it on the podcast on down the road. So ah. that's all. Yeah, so let's hear what Adam G has to say. So this past week, I got bored, and I popped my flash drive in. And I was like, I'm about to watch something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I pulled up uh, Westworld. Oh, my God. Now, I was really tired, and I was laying down, so I watched half of it before I fell asleep. But the next day I woke up, I was like, I got to get back up on that, you know? Yeah. So I popped it in at work. I watched every fucking episode before the end of the day. I mean, all of it. <laughs> no, dude, I was, I, I brought it home. I was watching it work all day while I was working. Brought it home with me, picked it right back up and just went on into the night till it was finished. I was like pulling my phone yeah. out. I was trying to, I was like, I'd pull my phone out, hit record while I was watching it. You know, if I'm filming the, the screen, I'm like, I already got this shit figured out. This motherfucker, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. it happens too. Like there were yeah. certain things that stood out like, Whenever it, this is when it clicked for me, and it's only a few scenes before you actually find out, but they go in this house. He's and like, he's like, door. she's like, and he's like, what door? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, why can't he see that door? Is he programmed? Yeah. You know, because she would look at the picture, and he's like, and they're like, I don't. See, it looks like it doesn't look like anything to me. Yeah. So he's programmed not to see this door. He goes in there, bam. He's fucking one of them. Turns out this whole movie, when you were seeing these other scenes where this guy was talking to that fucking chick. <coughs> It was the yeah. old dude. Yeah. It was the OG. Uh, can't remember his name. Uh, uh, they did some time. What was his time, name? Time travel. Um, Anthony Hopkins? No, no, no. Whenever that. Ed Harris. No, the black dude from fucking Boardwalk oh, Empire. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, Who did he play though? He played the the main guy that you know that uh, opened the park Boris, with him. Or something. That was yeah. his name as the as the the robot. Arnold. He played Arnold, and all yeah. and throughout the show, you're seeing all these scenes where he's like, "Does anyone know that I've talked to you?" Blah yeah. blah blah blah. You think that's Boris the whole time? Yeah. Nah, dude, it was Arnold. Bernard. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Bernard was the it was Boris. Name. It was Bernard, but. But it was Arnold the whole time. Like all yeah. of those scenes, that was Arnold talking to her. Yeah, right. And she remembers it, and she's like, "Oh, it was. Oh man, I crammed that shit. It was good. Well, it was so good, though, wasn't it? It was good. Well, let's get an Adam G review. Well, on I mean, a, on a scale of uh, Breaking Bad to True Detective season one. <sighs> Here's the thing, man. I mean, Breaking Bad and True Detective are like right there, neck and neck. Like those are two shows that it's it's right there with them. It's it's you know Breaking Bad. It's just a little bit under it because it's Breaking Bad. Yeah, but it's right there with it. Yeah, I dude, I watched it in a fucking day. I couldn't <laughs> stop watching it. I was like, here's the thing. I saw the movie. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. why I didn't jump head first into it when it came out because I was like, I've seen the movie. I know what this is about. Nah. This ain't got shit to do with the movie. Like hell no, they don't go this deep in the movie. No, it got the fucking uh, lost treatment. Like yeah, shit got weird. Um, but uh, it was really good. Like, dude, how good was Ed Harris? Oh man, let's let's just talk. And then about when you how... find out that he was the guy in the old, you know. Yeah, see that's the, the thing, man. From... You don't know how this movie's laid out because, and she kept saying, "I don't know if I'm in this world, if this is happening now." Or that yeah. was a dead giveaway right there that you don't know what's yeah. going on. They're all over the place because the young dude, the whole movie you're following this young dude turns out that's Ed Harris. Yeah, how what good fuck, is his... man? Yeah, man. They did a good job at laying this movie out. I mean, this show, like they. Not once was, was I like, I know what's going on. Until that, right at the end, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I what? never thought about that being Ed Harris until they show you. I'm just like, what? Yeah, right. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, is it not almost perfect? Yeah, man. It's really good. That writing was damn good. I'm, I, I don't know if there's going to be another season. I'm guessing there's going to be another season because of the way they left it. Oh, like yeah. she's going back in I'm for the girl. I'm always I'm always a sucker for uh science fiction stuff, stories that delve into the whole idea of like can a machine be human, you well, know. This was great because it like it was a western though. Yeah. Oh yeah. They mixed sci fi with western. Well it was like it was like a an RPG you could go. Oh, I would go, go there in a heartbeat. <laughs> Forty thousand dollars a day. Fuck worth it. it yeah sign me up when that fly landed on that dude's face and his eyes started acting all weird and he got like stuck in a little loop yeah well i mean i, <sighs> I love how the game i love my game i love how the the show like if you're a gamer you totally saw how they laid out westworld yeah it was like red dead redemption yeah. the show well, what was great um, was uh, the uh, what's his name? Well, like, Anthony look, look, Hopkins did a great job. Ed like, Harris, yeah, like every, everyone. Well, like everything down to like <clears throat> the senior, or I guess the more veteran 
uh, clients that came there, you know, like <clears throat> when Ed Harris's younger counterpart first arrives and he uh, looks at, he, he, you know, he, he makes eye contact and dude's like, don't, don't fuck with that. That's going to start a stupid quest. Yeah, he's like, that's a side quest. Like, and uh, even down to the point where there's expansions for the game and it's, yeah, it's add-ons like to the park. And You're right. It um, was, that was funny when he's like, don't, don't fuck with that guy. He's like, nobody gives a fuck about that. It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah, right. That's some. That's some what was crazy though shit. was like these fucking robots. They were like alive, man. Like they could feel pain. Yeah, like they well, like, suffered. Well, even even down to where like think about it when uh, they suffered, when they man. The, when when they got so far out into the park, they got to the areas that were privately owned by other people. That's player created mods. Like, yeah, the, the the comparisons between Westworld and the the gaming community as a whole, like that they, the parallel was there. They made these robots so real, though, that they suffered. Like, yeah, it was hard on them. Like, you know, when he stabbed the one in the hand. Well, what well, what caused everything to fuck up was a software patch. Yeah, yeah. The rev the reveries. Yeah, I think well, they did it on purpose, though. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, uh, where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line between, I mean, if I create something right now and I, 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 I teach it and it, it starts to learn and feel and have emotions and stuff, at what line does it go from being something created to being something with a soul? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why the one guy was like, the, the chick was like, do you actually think this is like, an amusement park or something like this data that we've got here it could change the world like yeah that's why they didn't want it out and then all the interactions with people like it just keeps getting smarter and better and yeah you know the ai was really good oh yeah it was too good like it went home and went to bed at night and it thought it was living in a little world yeah and he had that picture remember when that picture fucking blew his mind he was like yeah, I've never yeah, seen right. anything like this before. And it was crazy because you're like, this is a, a robot that thinks it's a human. Yeah. It thinks it has a life. It's got memories. It remembered being a kid. And, you know, now it's a farmer. And it, he takes care of his daughter. And he found this picture somewhere. And he's like, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. What the fuck is this? It blew his mind, you know? He wasn't ready for it. And she's like, I don't, it looks like nothing to me. Yeah. It's um Oh, it was crazy, man. That's why Arnold was like, We can't do this. Yeah. Come on, abort. It's mission. alive. Yeah. It's uh I mean I love it, man. It was good. It's, it's right up there because it's just so clever. Like it was it's one good. of it's one of the few T V shows, the few anything that I've ever watched where I'm like Okay. Damn. Like I, I kind of saw this coming, but whenever I watch this show, like fuck everything you think you know. Nah, man. Because in the first episode, you it's kind of like what they did in True Detective. That yeah. first episode, it made you feel one way about a specific character, and then flipped it on its head. Well, Westworld did that, but with just normal storytelling. Each episode, everything you thought you knew goes out the window in the first five minutes, mm-hmm. and then you're rebuilding everything you think is going to happen in your mind. And each episode does that. It yeah. is the most brilliant writing 
for a television show. Oh yeah, I, man! It was, it I was made, the writing was damn good. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And they didn't fuck uh, up. Not one time was there something that I was just like, "Fuck, fuck that." Yeah, right. It was well, just smooth well, sailing and, all the way there. And it ends. And to me, it ends on such a good oh, like yeah. note. It ends in such a way that you could really one and done it. Oh yeah. Um, season one, I'm definitely going to own personally. Um, whether or not the show continues and keeps the same oh, quality, there's no the way that didn't had. rack up ratings like crazy. Um, well, when it came I'm out, excited, I'm excited for season two. When it came out, that's all everybody talked about. Yeah, it's it going to be a Christmas big deal now. When I, when yeah, when I, when I when I finally watched it, I got caught. I got caught up to like episode five or six. Like my wife and I marathoned it for the first few. And we got caught up to the the weekly releases, and yeah, it was one of those shows that you you'll find time to watch it and get caught and stayed caught up, you know. When Ed oh, yeah. Harris ran into the chick, and he was like, 30 years, and you don't remember me." Yeah, like he was he held a grudge for that too. Yeah, right. Like it pissed oh, him I- off because he did all this stuff for her. Yeah. And then he rolls up, and she's just like back in, uh, you know, her her loop reset. Yeah, is that what it was? Because I think they go several days, like a week. Yeah, you know, and they have the same routine every day. But you know, like that's the storyline because at the end of the week, uh, the guy comes into town, robs bank. Yeah, yeah. And then it resets, I think. Yeah. So after that happened, at the end of the week, when she reset, and you know, the dude walked up, he handed her a thing, and it. He was standing there watching it. He was like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. It's like, Dude, you just got fucking ex-machina, man. Yeah, ex-machina. Yeah. <laughs> ex-machina. Ex-machina. <laughs> I was like, Dude, you just got ex-machina. Like, yeah, you got played, played. Yeah, you, you got know? catfish, dog. Don't hate the play. I hate the game. Yeah. So when he came back, though, he just dragged her into the barn, stab her a little bit. Yeah. Play Twister <laughs> with her vitals. Yeah, no big deal, you know. Yeah. He loved and it. W- yeah, he did. The no, man, man in it, black. Yes. Oh, it, if you have, I would go to a place like that, man. That looked like so much fun. Like, yeah, if they could do that, oh man. I mean, I would go. Yeah, when I was you watching mean, it, I started to question my reality. Yeah, right. Really, I was like, you know, are we exist? fucking real? Like, yeah, what right. if this is just one big simulation? Like the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> if we go to Westworld, are you going with us, Trav? Yeah, why not? Now, how would, <laughs> what kind of cowboy would you go as? Like when they, whenever he came into the room and they're like, "Pick your hat," you got like cowboy, you know, or you yeah. got that little fucking, you know, like motherfucker rocking a fucking pocket watch hat. Yeah. Like I'd go straight cowboy, dude. I want black hat, black guns, all black everything. I'm kicking ass. Duster, yeah. Like I'm having, I'm gonna do oh, what yeah. I do when I play GTA, or, or you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going real. in balls out. Like, yeah, I'm buying, I'm buying infinite ammo. I'm putting the code in. <laughs> it was crazy how they could shoot each other and it would kill them, but when they would shoot like the people, it like bounced yeah. off of them. Like, yeah, it was weird. Like, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, but I noticed the further you got away from like the 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 main quest, like they could hurt you, yeah. Like they'd kick your ass a little bit, yeah, just enough. 
Yeah, fucking knock you around like. Yeah. But oh man, all the characters, all the little different storylines that they weave together. Yeah. I mean, damn. I can't Season wait. Season for sure. Season two is coming out next year. Now we'll see how that goes. You know, like will this show? You'll know when it comes back for season two if it fucking because you know sometimes yeah because the show will come out and then they're like oh people like this fire all yeah. the pe- the staff and hire new people like, yeah try to take oh they come oh. <laughs> oh we'll talk about it I hope that doesn't I hope it gets the Breaking Bad treatment not the True Detective treatment yeah well they uh, dude said that he wanted to do more with those True Detective characters. Yeah, I heard that he was going to try to bring back the Matthew McConaughey character. Like, that's... Russ and Cole? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen for the next one, because that, it worked. Yeah, nose breathing? I think it would have been better the second one if it had them two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. The second one had its moments. Well, but, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on that, because I haven't watched uh, watched it yet. The second I'm, season? Yeah, see, I'm waiting for all the hype to die down on it. You know what I mean? No, man. I mean, I enjoyed it. It just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't season one. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, anything that comes out that people dog, unless I go day one and see it or, you know, start at the beginning or whatever, I let all the hype die down. That way I can sit down and just kind of digest what it is and then kind of, you know what I mean? That's the way I watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah, exactly. Everybody it, forgot it about it, it. Didn't it make oh, it better? Yeah. Oh, you're going to enjoy it. It's just not. It's a different story. Right. You know, and that first one. Oh, man. Like. Yeah. Damn, mm. that season's good. That's a one and done right there. Yeah. Everybody needs to watch it. Oh, shit. Everybody. You'll cram Hell that. Um, right down your when, throat. When, well, and it's one of those shows where the first opening scene, man, you're you're sold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, where it's just the the solid black screen, and the minute you hear him, you hear him go bring her back online, you're like, "Yep, all right." Yeah. Oh, Westworld. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I was sucked in. I woke up, could quit thinking about it. Yeah, crammed right. it, dude. I crammed it. it I wished I had more brain. to watch. Yeah. Yeah, you get in you get in this bubble because I don't know how if it was like this with you guys, but like for me and D, we would watch a couple episodes a day as we were getting it, you know, knocked out and caught up and stuff. But like we had this thing where it was just like we got up and it was like go to work, come home, watch Westworld. Like that's that was the thing. Uh, you no, knew I what went, you were gonna do that night. No, I went yeah. rogue. You know what I'm saying? Like. We were watching it together, and this was before she moved in. And when she went home, I was like, fuck this. I'm watching the next episode. Fuck it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I would rewatch a couple of episodes with her when she come back. So, you know, I was ahead of her up until – because I caught up with it when the last episode came out. So This is you know, one of those shows you can watch again. Like True Detective Season 1, I saw that twice. Oh, I've watched it several times. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those one. you can watch it, and it'll probably be even better. And it's one of those shows, too, that you will sit through that opening sequence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like the way it shows them making the... What did they call the host? I really Mm. dug the music for that show. Oh, yeah. What about that Black Hole Sun rendition? Yeah. How good was that? They even played... I thought it was strange when they played an Amy Winehouse song. 
Yeah. They, they played a bunch, yeah. man. Like that. What was cool is the they they the idea of having those songs played like that there was to like kind of a nod to hey, this is all fake. You yeah. know, like, and this, this is, is like in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like this is you, old music now. Yeah. Well I went what into about the, what about the ragtime painted black uh Oh, that was great. Sequence? That was cool. Whenever, you know, after you figure out, like, what's going on where, you know, the young man in black is the man in black and all that stuff, he goes into the into the saloon at one point, and it's playing a song, but it's older. Like, Black Hole Sun is, like, mm-hmm. still in that. I feel like know, that's the first tune you hear, right? Uh, right? Don't they, I think they play that one first. Like, that's the first one you hear, and you're like, I believe I that was, like, in the first did, episode, man. I can't remember which one it was called, but they also did a Radiohead song. Let's see. They did... Um, Black Hole Sun was early, because I was like, whoa. Yeah. Let's see. Um, well, like, the melody for that song is, like, you, you, you could hear it a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gets stuck in your head after you hear it. That oh, way. yeah. Yep. You're like, what? 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 What happened? Like, uh, I know, th- I know they have a disc that you can buy that's got all the ragtime renditions. That whole dude's got his the soundtrack. soundtrack that he did for it. Yeah, it, they, there is a physical copy of it out there, and it's one of those that if I ever saw it and it was the right price, I'd definitely throw it in my collection. Like, just because those those are it was such a, a cool way of doing some of those songs like that. Yeah, all right. In that first episode, it played um, uh, In Dreams, played Black Hole Sun, and Painted Black. I mean, right there. Yeah. And then, oh, they pull but, you in with that first one. Yeah, right. Then the first did. one don't pull you in, you won't like the show. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It was a song. It was a really popular really popular song but like in the 70s 80s time frame you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can't i can't remember what it was it was a car song or something but it was stuck in my head for for forever you know mm-hmm. but um great show yes please go watch it glad i watched it finally yeah i like waiting though for the to have it all yeah like I, I'll start doing that more where it's like I just get the whole season and I'm like, oh, well, that's the best way to fuck this show. Up. <laughs> the, well, it's the West uh, West. It's the best way to do it, though, really. So you, you don't have I mean? to wait every week, man. Yeah. And you know, it kind of sucks. I've talked about this before. Like when you have to wait a week for the next one, it, the, that episode like sinks in more. You like, yeah, you really take it in. You know, you think about what you saw. When you can oh, just watch you, them one after the I, next. I feel, well, I feel like the the weight helps drive the series. The to, to I don't know. It kind of yeah. helps fuel fuel your. You life probably have have a little more time to figure shit out because yeah. you're sitting around thinking about it. Like, wait a minute, you oh, break out your SWAT board where, and go to town. You know, there, there's been times where my wife and I've watched shows and she will she will have stuff already dissected and figured out, and then it happens, and she's just um, not surprised. What you call it's finished. Uh, oh, shit. Silicon Valley just finished. Yeah, I'm fixing to cram all of it. Yeah, do you have I, it all I, already? 
Uh, I've got summer. most of it. Because I've got, next you let me know the episodes Gerber. you don't have, I'll drop them if, unless you just want to download them. And then once you, uh, once uh, you have them all, Griffin, I really need to get them. Cram that. Because I haven't, I haven't watched any of that at, of the newest season. I, I wish that I would have waited so I could just cram it all. I got episode one and two. Oh, okay. I'll send you the rest. Yeah. My, right. I've got, I've got my, something must have happened because the, the, copies that i have from you man they they don't work well they don't work at all man all right copies of what uh episodes one and two of uh the new season of silicon valley i found it found what the cure a forest that was the song oh the cure yeah yeah oh it was i mean dude that was what I was Great talking. show. See, there's a difference between this show, though, and like a Breaking Bad. Oh, like, yeah, for my sure. My grandfather liked Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know? He, he would probably like Westworld. I though. don't think so, man. You don't think not, so? Not, not into the sci-fi oh, yeah. stuff, you know? Like, he's, he's not can... one of those people. Like, Yeah. As soon as something, you know, science fiction. You know, because, hey, Arrival's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish they would watch that and enjoy it, but. You know, there's people that are not going to watch it. They're like, aliens? Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't understand, alien. though. This shit's good. Yeah, it's about language and shit. They're like, work. You've never seen an alien movie like this before. Yeah, right. But, um, uh, yeah. Westworld. Well, you I give it a pigeon. star. Yeah, I, I give it fucking three stars. Fuck it, you know. Um, do y'all want to uh, pivot over here to some, some news that we got? Um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have exited the Han Solo movie. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, they apparently had, uh, according to them, it says, unfortunately, our vision and process weren't aligned with our partners on this project. We normally aren't fans of the phrase creative differences, but for once, this cliche is true. We are really proud of the amazing and world-class work of our cast and crew. So they're out. They're filming it, and they're out. And to replace them, who, who would you pick? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hard, man. I mean, you got to be careful with it. Yeah, to replace you don't you don't want somebody coming in. You know, you don't yeah, want Steven Spielberg time. to make the damn Han Solo movie. Like I like the new crew they're bringing in. They're doing a good well, job. Like, so, so were they just not? Were they not happy with the guy who's playing Han Solo? Were they against his? Uh, no, it's the director. The directors. Yeah, the directors oh. left. But see, that's the thing. Were they unhappy? There's something went down, and they were like, "Nah." I guess maybe they didn't see eye to eye with studios. Studios got a vision. Yeah. You know, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't and want fucking. Want- we don't want this much hate." What if yeah. it's like that? It might be. But they've already announced the director that's taken over. Who is it? And when I saw it, I didn't believe it. Well, that seems like a quick resolve. Ron Howard. What? What? Yeah, I'm not even playing, man. Ron, Ron Howard, Howard is directing a Star Wars film. He's taking over a Han Solo standalone. It says... Um, it, <laughs> In the wake of I'll, the, I'll, I mean, I'll watch I'm gonna it. watch it no matter what. But 
Didn't see that coming. No. But he's doing the Dark Tower movie, right? Um, he's an executive producer okay. now, I believe. He's not the the director is like Nikolai Orsi or something like up. that. So apparently it says in the wake of the departure of directors Phil Lord and Christopher Miller from the upcoming Han Solo Star Wars movie, Lucasfilm has officially announced that Oscar-winning filmmaker Ron Howard will take over the troubled project. He was on a very short list of filmmakers that also included the film screenwriter and Star Wars vet uh, Lawrence Kasdan. I'm going to think I was like, damn it. (laughs) Who may have been denied the job due to DGA regulations and original Star Wars trilogy designer uh, Joe Johnston. They say... Uh, the pre- Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm, says at Lucasfilm we believe the highest goal of each film is to delight, carrying forward the spirit of the saga that George Lucas began 40 years ago. With that in mind, we're thrilled to announce Ron Howard will step in to direct the untitled Han Solo film. We have a wonderful script, an incredible cast and crew, and the absolute commitment to make a great movie. Filming will resume 10th of July. Mm. With the unprecedented situation of taking over a film three-quarters through shooting, Howard will be placed in the delicate situation of inheriting a cast and crew still rattled by the abrupt firing of Lord and Miller, whose directing style and tonal ideas earned the ire of Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. Howard will work with Kennedy and screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan to figure out what needs fixing, and will look over a rough cut of the film and meet with the cast this week. Just three weeks were left of the film's principal photography with five weeks of reshoots already built into the schedule for later this year. Now, is the childish Lambino still in the movie? Oh, yeah. None of the okay, actors okay. have left. Yeah, yeah. Just making okay. sure. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> okay. Start fucking around with Hot yeah. Solo, okay? Okay. <laughs> Start fucking so, around with Disney, okay? Yeah. He's made Disney so, movies before. Yeah. Well, Nearbacks. Disney bought uh, it, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, oh. that's weird well, that all of uh, Tarantino's films are Disney movies. Yeah, under right. a different name. Yeah, Disney dollars, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do, man? I mean, I'm starting to believe it because now they've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel. Disney's taking fucking over, man. taking over, man. Like, yeah. Fuck it, Shutting man. it down. Mickey Mouse on the street corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm slinging a fucking comic book movies, man. <laughs> yes. No, I was slinging that fucking rat money, that rat cheese money. Yeah. <laughs> you dirty so, rat. Well, what do you guys think I'm of the... I'm uh, falling on hard times, Minnie. Yeah. So I'm what do y'all think of... Uh, huh? Hans, what do y'all think of Han Solo t- or uh, Ron Howard taking over? I mean, it's going to be a movie. That's for sure. Well, yeah. He can, he can shoot know. a movie. You got to give him uh, that. Do you think this will push the release? Do you think he'll want to come in and completely... I don't think he'll completely uh, scrap everything, but... Well, they've got their eyes set on a date, I think. Right? A time frame. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Disney. They're going to work around the clock. Oh, yeah, They'll be sure. pumping shit out. You know. Well, my my thing is, is like, okay... If I go in, this is this is Dustin Griffin going in to cast Han Solo standalone film, right? Uh-huh. 
All you need is action, adventure, and fucking comedy. Han Solo. Yeah, comedy. three things like a like action. a like a Spaceballs. Yeah, not but as like, campy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all you need. You need three ingredients to make this work. So, what kind of tonal and idealistic differences did they have? Were they trying to make it like fucking Rogue One, oh, like a kid <laughs> you know movie? What if it's two? Uh, I mean, look, yeah. man. If you went in there and read the script, and like this is the movie we're gonna make, and you're like, I'm not gonna put my name on that because I don't want the fucking world to hate me. Yeah. And Ron Howard's like, fuck it. <laughs> well, that how that's much they what, gonna pay me? Yeah. Well, that's what Lucasfilm did to them. Like they're like, we don't like what you're doing, so piss off. We're gonna oh, get somebody else. Were they fucking yeah. it up? Well, Lucasfilm's the one that supposedly fired them from the director's chair. So I just can't even imagine like what he was trying to go for because like everybody knows Han Solo. Everybody knows that character. Play yeah. to your audience. Ash versus Evil Dead. You know what I'm saying? Like I bet they really hated to have to do that though, man, because <laughs> now you have to think about like this, like there's already some controversy here. Like Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they had to fire the directors. You know, so it's gonna have that little bit of buzz, like, ugh, what's is that a good or bad? Like Well I we'll think about it this way. Here's your Han Solo movie. I'm Han Solo. I'm Chewbacca. Chuffa Chuffa Chuffa. Save Let's the do day. the castle. Let's do the castle run. Chuffa 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 they walk up to the bar and most honestly <laughs> end of the film. That's it right there. Yeah. I'm going to like it though. So I don't far think they've done a good job. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought Rogue One was incredible. Yeah, it was good. I actually liked it a little bit more than I did the other one. Yeah, me too. I did too. Yeah. I have to, I have to agree. I, I got more out of Rogue One than I did for so late. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, it's I enjoy, all right. I'm down for the ride. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, put me in your pocket. That's all I'm saying. I'm just like, put me I'm in just your pocket. If they were trying to make like a horror movie out of it, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Something just Chewy completely like goes on a killing spree. <laughs> goes rogue. Yeah. This is the real rogue one. Fuck that other. I movie. hope they don't do something <laughs> silly like Ewoks says, says, or just you know keep it, it classy. Rogue. It shows. Uh, I don't know. I want to see Rogue One, but I want Han Solo, the smartass, yeah, as the main character. Exit, yeah, but a little bit more lighthearted comedy. Yeah, yeah, you know, you feel me, dog? Family flick. You're picking up he's what I'm putting a, down. He's still a smartass. Oh yeah, he's got to oh, be. Some other Star Wars related business. <laughs> I managed to, uh, I managed to pay, pay, pay a little less, Excuse me. I managed to pick up the uh, two issues that's out right now of the Darth Vader run that they're doing. And uh, they're really good. Is Vader oh, a badass? The, uh, the comic picks up uh, immediately uh, after he becomes Vader. Like, it, 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 like the, I think the first couple of panels. He's making were, breakfast like Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no, he's. You like I mean, it, the, the opening, <laughs> the opening of the comic series is immediately the <laughs> ending of Revenge of the Sith, where <laughs> they re- <laughs> they re- they redo the whole uh, no scene. 
They fix it. They go on yeah. there. Yeah, they fix it completely. <laughs> to open it today. I just pictured, I pictured, you know, the day after he's, he's fucking Darth Vader. And he's like in there. I mean, what's Darth no, Vader but, doing all the times you don't see him when he's being a badass? He's like making breakfast. No, but I want to see him. I want to see that, but like like Travis said, it's the day after, so he's not used to the gloves, and he's oh, like yeah. fucking everything. His his capes get stuck in the fridge. Yeah, he's like fuck, you know. Oh, it always like any kind of door. Yeah. Cape stuck. <laughs> like, I thought it was kind of uh, I thought it was kind of funny because uh, he uh, he snaps, of course, <laughs> binds up Padme's dead. Well, starts like bending. Yeah, he has his little freak out. Uh, he even knocks the emperor back, like he hits him, and uh, so the emperor like calms him down and all this stuff, and then straight up beats his fucking ass and says, "If you ever touch me with the force again, I'll fucking kill you." Pretty much, like, kind of cool. I'd like to see that in a movie, you know? Um, yeah, the emperor is way more animated in this comic, but like, mm-hmm. it's not in a, it's not it's not in a bad way. Like, it's actually a good read, right? But, it's 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 picking up right now. What the reason why I'm even bringing the comic series up is because uh, as I read them, it's also something I saw in an article too. Uh, it brings up something called the Barash Val. Now, if anybody who who's been relevant on any kind of Star Wars sh- shit recently is aware that like they're 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 raining the continuity in hard like everything fits into everything like the the tv shows that are out like rebels and uh clone wars that's all canon right uh this comic book i mean all the comics that are out they're canon now like they scrapped all the old shit and they've rebooted the the whole entertainment thing of star wars like they it's now under the disney continuity you know and so uh, the Barash file, what it is, is in, in, in the comic series so far, Palpatine makes Vader, he has to rebuild his saber. And in order to do so, he's got to get a Kyber crystal. That's the little crystal like that, that chick was wearing around her neck in Rogue One. That's what you make the lightsaber with, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they explain, one of the cool things that they explain is that a Sith has to take a Kyber crystal and make it bleed with their emotion. Oh God! And corrupts it, and that's why that's why a Sith saber is red. So they hack it, pretty much. They hack <laughs> it with their feelings, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyways, so Vader gets tasked with having to create his own saber, and he and he figures that it would be you know it would be, it, it would be easier to find. Well. They're try- he's trying to find people who have taken this vow, and what that vow is is that whenever they feel a disturbance to the force, they don't act on it. Like, because you know how throughout the saga and everything, when something happens, like a Jedi or anyone who is like mm. force sensitive, they they can sense shit. Yeah, and they they believe that that Barash vow is what Luke has taken, and that's why when Han Solo died, he didn't freak out and show up and avenge his ass, you know. Right. So he's fasting. Pretty much. <laughs> he's fucking Jedi fast. <laughs> yeah. And so in the comic <laughs> in the comic series and the reason why they come to that conclusion I can well everybody's pretty much come to that conclusion with that is because uh the way the comic plays out is Vader's like 
most of the Jedi have been killed off because, you know, Order 66. And uh, so he's like, if the, if he can find any of these brash taken Jedi, he can just go kill them and take their shit. They're like the uh, mutants and uh, 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 it, establi- L- it establishes that there are it, it establishes that are that there are still Jedi out there that we've never even seen throughout the whole saga. Oh, okay, I get that. Yeah, they're just trying to sprinkle in a little continuity here and there. They're homegrown Jedi's. Yeah. You know how we have homegrown terrorists here. They're homegrown <laughs> Jedi's. Like they gotta hide out. Yeah, can't let anybody know. You know, like someone will be like, "What's up? What's is that? A, is that a lightsaber crystal?" I'm like, "No, this is a Kaiser crystal. Kaiser Soze." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the usual suspects? Uh, Do you want to watch it? Huh? Um, oh, well, got a copy uh, right uh, here. You know? Yeah. Whip it out. So, um, have you got anything else on Star Wars Trap? Nah. All if right. you haven't seen it, <laughs> yeah, watch it, <laughs> read it. Um, so we've got a title for Jurassic World Two called Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, they're bringing back oh, what's his face, Brundlefly. Yeah, so yeah, should be interesting. It's, yeah, it's gonna have Chris Pratt. Of course, yeah. yeah. I like the one, the one they came out with. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it? What was it called? Jurassic World. Okay, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's, I wasn't it's, that upset with him teaching the the Raptors tricks. No, nah, a lot of people I, were like, "That was stupid," and I'm like, "It's a dinosaur movie." <laughs> yeah, right. You know, <laughs> right? Give me a freaking break here! Like, oh, it's yeah. just dinosaurs. That's all. Like, yeah, that's what like, you have a problem with. They taught the Raptors tricks. How about the fact that there's Raptors? <laughs> You know, I, I didn't teach my raptors tricks. Yeah, what? You wouldn't teach them um, tricks. They wouldn't be able to learn them. No, they're smart, but <laughs> they can open doors and shit. We learned that in the first one. Yeah, with those little kids. Clever no. girl. Yeah. No. In the mouth of madness. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Do you read Sutter Kane? So, yeah, the raptors. It was funny, Travis. <laughs> so um it says that uh the film is set to be darker and scarier than its predecessor. So I mean we'll see. I always yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm interested. I'm gonna watch I'm just, it. Jurassic Park for me is just kinda like if they're gonna do another one, I'm cool with it. If they decide not to do any I'm more, cool with it. Yeah, right. Like yeah. I don't give a shit really. The first one was that good. Yeah, oh yeah. So um all right, so we've got I own that. six copies on VHS. <laughs> if anyone out there has got a copy of the first Jurassic Park, send it to yeah. me at P.O. Box 231, Greensboro, send Georgia, it. 30625. Yeah. Um, so apparently HBO is in the making a Watchmen TV series. Saw that. Um, apparently Damon Lindelof is working on it. The co-creator of Lost and the Leftovers. Will we finally find out who watches The Watchmen? Uh, I mean, look, man. The Watchmen movie, I enjoyed. The book, I enjoyed a lot. Do we need um, a series? Are they going to fuck it up here? I mean, 
I don't know because the movie got any... some bad press. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. enjoyed it though. I did too. It's different, but yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. I had you nothing know, I... to go on. Yeah. I went in cold turkey. Like, what? Who's well, this my... blue fucker? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I was down. Like, Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking blue, man. Yeah. Who's this blue fucker? <laughs> My blue man group blue. That was amazing. He looked like he's yeah. the blue version of powder. Yeah. Yeah, right. But so, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I just wonder if it's going to be focusing on like the Minutemen or I don't know. I mean, I don't want it to happen. So I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't feel like there's a need for more watchmen in the world, you know. Hey, I That's... have to say this because I brought up powder. Like 2 weeks ago, I heard 3 powder references uh back to back in like like 2 days. Really? Yeah, like different people. Like I was watching a YouTube video and they like said something they was like that's a powder reference. And I was like, huh And then I was watching a TV show, and they said something about powder. And he was like, nobody's ever seen that? Great movie. Check it out. And I was like, that's weird. And then I caught <laughs> yeah. another one, and I'm like, what's it, what's it all mean? You know? Like, yeah. It means watch powder, It man. means they're going to remake powder with The Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Pass. Pass. We got a fucking albino baby over here. Yeah. It's fucking lightning, man. Yeah. Fucking lightning. Anyway. Um, so they've confirmed that uh, Carnage will be the Venom villain. Yeah. So it's not um, just a Carnage movie. Or a Venom movie. Yeah. Like, because yeah. we were, you know, we talked about that. I was like, Who, who's he going to fight? What's he going to? Yeah. What's going down? I mean, is it, I mean, we got a bad guy fighting a bad guy or we got a bad guy fighting Spider-Man? Yeah. So they're going to do, they're going to do two birds with one stone. Yeah, I just um, hope it plays well. Well, my thing is, well, they also came out with, they came out and said that Venom and a lot of the other villains, they will not be part of the cinematic universe. Well, that's still, that's uh, (laughs) what I think if they're, that they're trying to do um, based on this is, they're going to bring in Venom. They're going to have to set him up. Then they're going to have to bring in Carnage, which is a lot to pack into a movie, in my opinion. But I, I have a feeling that to what we said last week, you know, they came out and said that um, all the Spider-Man stuff is a part of it. Kevin Feige was like, no, it's not. You know, there's all this stuff going on. I still hold true that, like, it may, it is, but it's not. Like, if it does well, then it will be. Because my feelings on it is, you're going to get the Venom movie. You're going to see him be a villain. Then you're going to have to see him save the day, fuck the city. Then a, a perfect sequel to that is going to be Venom and Spider-Man team up to take down Carnage, right? So in order for them to do that, you know, they can still, Sony can still technically do that without having it incorporated into the Marvel Universe. I get that. But how is that going to play out for people that aren't as invested into these movies as we are? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if they go watch Venom, 
and it introduces Venom and Carnage. Then they do a sequel with Spider-Man in it, which I'm not saying that they are, but logically it makes sense. They're going to be like, this is Spider-Man from the Avengers movies. So that means that unless they recast Spider-Man altogether, you know what I mean? Well, well, what if if they go that route, though? What if they... um... What if they set up the movie in like a one shot style where it's like it's it's the same Spider-Man. It's still in continuity, of course, but it's so far in the future. He's not he's not Tom Holland, you know, age anymore. You know, like he's he's older. Yeah. Well, they could do it. Not like like old man. But you know what I mean? Like he's finally finished growing into an adult. Right. Or they could just make him Miles Morales. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that they could do. I'm not as excited about this as I thought that I would be when I first read it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It yeah. just it just feels like they're going to have a hard enough time, in my opinion, setting up Venom as a character it's, itself and doing it right. How are they going to have the symbiote attached to Eddie Brock, have him learn what it is and become one with it, have it have a baby that gets onto a serial killer that controls the serial killer that Venom has to fight. That's a lot of shit happening in one movie. You know? Yeah. So, it's well, just... Well, well, I feel like if it's going to be a rated R horror film, I feel like they... It's going to be one of those movies where they, they need to do less is more with Venom and Carnage. Yeah, but it's a Venom. Like, I, I see what you're saying, but like, if you go and watch the Hulk and you don't see the Hulk, but like, well, I mean, twice, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're well, like, I mean, well, I mean, well, obviously, it would be. I don't know. It, it's just it's hard to it's hard to get an idea what angle they're going. to I agree. I don't know. I'm I, like I said. I'm just not as excited about this news. I know a lot of people don't give a shit, but I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, Tom Hardy, so he's attached, and he does – I mean, pretty much everything he's been in has been great. So I, I have faith for his in his ability to pick and choose, so we'll see. And apparently it says um, Sony's wanting to, uh, of course, build their Spider-Man universe, and they're still wanting to do the Sinister Six movie, which I have no fucking idea why. But, like, really, I don't fucking understand it, but whatever. It says that uh, Sony is wanting to build uh, the world gradually rather than launch one immediately, as they have been trying with Spider-Man villain Ensemble Sinister Six, which has been shelved. Yes, Sony has gone back to the drawing boards and is slowly revisiting their intentions to create Sinister But I don't understand why. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I love Spider Man as a character so much. I just don't like Suicide Squad. I get that. You know what I mean? Um, take bad guys, put them into a situation where they have to be good guys. That I understand. But Sinister Six is like bad guys just being bad guys, right? So what's what's the point? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not getting it. So, um, all right, we got a few more things here. Not much, though. Um, they're talking about a new Fantastic Four. Mm. Yeah. According to this, it says um, 
report has been circulating that the new Fantastic Four movie will feature the Thing, mm. uh, Human Torch, but will substitute Reed and Sue with their son and daughter, Franklin and Valerie. Valeria. Big reasoning behind the switcheroo is because Fox apparently wants to start cashing in on the kid-friendly market. Mm. The last Fantastic Four reboot didn't exactly corner. So along with the protagonist comes a change in tone, which aims more for the kiddos in a vein similar to The Incredibles. So does it also say on there that this movie is going to be horrible and everybody's going to hate it? Um, I don't see that printed, yeah. but... They should probably add that. I think yeah. it'd be safe to say that this movie's going to suck. Well, it says This is that, shit that um, should not be. Yeah. For sure. It says the surprises don't stop there, Adam. <laughs> as a, <laughs> What's behind uh, door number one? Yeah, as a previous writer-director on The Flash, Seth Graham Smith is the man supposedly behind the new Fantastic Four script for Fox. Oh, God. So, yeah. It's going to be shit. Uh, Let's see. says, with Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige being very hot and cold about any possible talks to work with Fox on a Fantastic Four film, it looks like this rumor project may just be the reason why we won't be seeing a MCU reboot anytime soon. As soon as we hear anything definitive, you know, we'll post them here. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, like, I understand why they're doing it. But I don't understand why they're doing it at the same, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. What's the point? Like, just just find somebody that's passionate Money. about. Well, I mean, I get that. They, like, I think Mar- if they stop making movies, do they forfeit their rights? Like, yeah, they have to so make- they got to keep doing it. That's that's yeah. why that's why this is this is the problem with that rule. Yeah, they're going to exactly. keep pumping them out, and it's just going to like by the time you know they they they're never going to give up on it. But like, if the property could go back to where it fucking belongs. Yeah. Uh, everybody's going to be like, fuck Fantastic Four. Yeah, I've been real. burned way too many times. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. I would rather years. watch Neon Demon. I mean, I don't through a go fucking that far. Fantastic Four movie. I didn't watch the last one. I, I don't either. care to. Like, I know it's I mean, shit. It, I don't have to watch it. It's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on the short list, though, is it? No. Yeah. Definitely not. It's on a list I keep up my ass. Of movies <laughs> I'm never going to watch, you know? <laughs> I just know that, that it's shit, man. Well, the movie that you just, uh, you know, this new one, that's definitely on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, right under Ghostbusters. But, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. They got to I mean, make just, one. Yeah. It just sucks that they're going to ruin a franchise just to keep it. Well, that seems to be the, the, the common ground that Fox has been finding because like other than Logan and first class, I mean, realistically, how good were the rest of the X-Men films besides the first two that they made, you yeah. know, but they just keep pumping more dog shit. into That's the why fucking I'm over furnace. X-Men, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, first class was really good. I didn't yeah. really dig that second one. Like I didn't uh, finish days, it. Days of Future Past. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was Days of Future Past, you know. Yeah. And and X uh X Men Apocalypse was worse in my opinion. It was just like hmm. They just can't get it right because that Logan movie was right though. Oh yeah, that was that movie was on point, but it was just a Logan movie. Well, it's because they wrote the character that we've all been wanting to see for so long. You know, that's the thing. If you hire somebody to write Fantastic Four movie that understands the characters Mm -hmm. and wants to create something, then it's going to be good. It doesn't matter what studio it comes from. You know what I mean? That's why Logan did so well. Just That's put why people Spider-Man. behind it that know the fucking character. Yes, instead of trying to drain every fucking nickel out of the franchise, yeah, we're going to make a million dollars. You know, hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I, I mean, really, is I'm going to look it up. I want to see how much that last Fantastic Four movie. I'm sure it did uh, okay. Think so? I didn't no. tank. Oh, no, I think it did. I didn't Let's watch see it. Here. All right, so the uh, right, budget tanking on it, would be anything under three hundred. I mean, thirty million. Okay, so the budget for it was a hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> Ballpark for what y'all think the gross is, real quick. Thirty million. I have no idea. Fifty-six million. All right. So it didn't it didn't make the numbers they hoped for. It didn't even clear the budget. No. No. Damn. I mean they're trying so hard. They lost a lot of money on that movie. And they're wanting to do more. What the fuck are they? They try to get that money back. They're like if if we just they're like it's like someone that goes to the casino. If we could just yeah, right. if we could just double down and <laughs> win all of our money back, you know, yeah. it's like no, dude, you need to go home. Yeah, your wife's waiting on you. Yeah, your kids are hungry. Like, there's Please. other movies you can make. Stop. Yeah, I think they just need to let it go. Yeah, they need Frozen to let it go style. back. Yeah, Frozen style. I mean, dude, it. it's just turned into a huge money pit. Yeah, and they're not making any of that, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, where's the fucking line? Where are they fucking getting money from? Uh, How do they even people, have money anymore? I mean, they well, did I, the Logan movie, right? Uh yeah. Well I they think made so. bank off that. Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. now I see it. They're like, we, we made three hundred million, let's throw another hundred grand hundred million into another Fantastic Four movie. And it's like So they're Ugh. they're funneling move money around. Because Logan was was a lower budget. If we could just get a winner, I think what they're they're doing it out of spite. Oh, they definitely want to keep it. Yeah, because if they turn it to Marvel and somebody over oh. at Disney gets a hold of it, they're gonna make fucking a fucking bitch slaps them with fucking ratings. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, make a five hundred million dollar movie. Uh, it's gonna gross five hundred million. You know, and Fox is gonna be like, well, damn. You know. No, fuck that. Let it go back. Let it Everybody's going to laugh at them. Yeah. I think they're dude, like, we're not going to let it go back. And when it does go back, it's going to be fucked. We're going to Nobody's going to give so, it a chance. Yeah. Damn. Good luck. I can't believe they bought that anyway. They were like, yeah. we want Fantastic Four. And it's like, really? 
Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. they're well, they're eventually gonna like Marvel Studios. I think is eventually in a position where they uh, they buy Fox. Gonna be, well, they're gonna they get to a point where they're well, they're gonna need they're gonna need all they're gonna need the the mutants for some of the plot lines. You know, they'll get it, man. Yeah. If they make, they're gonna make this movie that's five hundred million, right? Yeah. Most expensive movie ever, right? Yeah. They're going to make so much money that they'll be able to buy it. Yeah, they'll I buy it plan- one day. They'll buy it back. Yeah. I already plan on going to see that more than one. They're going you know to I mean? be like, look, we'll give you all the money you lost. You, no, they're going to say it like Beetlejuice, though. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, you know? Exactly like They put the money on the is. table? Like a briefcase? They don't even say anything. Yeah. They just walk it. Yeah, just a grunt. They send Michael Keaton in dressed as Beetlejuice. Not that clean Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice with like dirt around his fat face. And- the dirty baby. Fresh out the grave, Beetlejuice. (laughs) (laughs) The people at Fox are like, what the fuck is happening right now? They're like, you know, we want to buy back uh, uh, Fantastic Four because it keeps getting shittier every single time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They'll get it back, man. They'll eventually have enough money to where they'll be able to buy it. And they'll say, well, if you won't give it back, we'll just buy your fucking company. Yeah. We'll give the shit to us, then we'll shut it fucking down. Yeah, right. You want to go home? You want to go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to train and down? Yeah. So they're going to have, all right, the first line is Beetlejuice, and then they're going to send Denzel in. He's, <laughs> he's It's Disney, the negoti- man. The negotiations. Not only is Disney making Marvel money, they're making fucking Star Wars money now. Yeah, they are. They got it. Disney wins. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And they make a damn good superhero movie. Well, it's because they give a shit. It's they got know? the capital. Yeah. To back it up. They're like, write whatever you want to write, doesn't matter. We've got the money to cover it. Oh yeah. That's well, the problem with a lot of movies. Yeah. They don't have I mean, the bank. Uh, other than Ant-Man, which we'll get to in a second, I got a little tidbit on that. I mean, you don't see directors or anybody stepping away from Marvel movies because, like, it's a passion project for these people. Yeah. Yes, they're getting paid on top of it, but, like, what's something you love to do? Yeah. Here's money to do that. Let's pick <laughs> a fan to make it. Yeah. So, but um, they did release... Um, Edgar Wright kind of comes out why and reveals why he dropped out of the Ant-Man movie. And it's kind of, uh, it, it makes sense because he says that I think the most diplomatic answer is I wanted to make a Marvel movie, but I don't think they really wanted to make an Edgar Wright movie. It was a really heartbreaking decision to have walk away from something that I worked so hard for. No, he's for so the one long. that pushed it. There yeah. would be no Ant-Man movie if it wasn't for him. And that Ant-Man movie wasn't bad. No. I enjoyed it. So, but I get what he's saying. Edgar Wright has a very distinct eye, you know, so I get it. Wish we could have seen his movie. Yeah. 
Um, he, he added, it's funny. Some people say, oh, they've been working on it for eight years. And that was somewhat true. But in that time, I made three movies. So it wasn't like I was working on it full time. But after the world's end, I did work on it for like a year. I was going to make the movie. But then I was the writer director on it. And then they wanted to do a draft without me. And having written all of my other movies, that's a tough thing to move forward thinking. If I do one of these movies, I would like to be the writer director. Suddenly becoming a director for hire on it, you're sort of less emotionally invested and you start to wonder why you're there. Well, so, it's I mean, almost it's a fucking slap in the face. Oh, you know that script that you worked really hard on and we were gonna give you the money, right? Yeah. We're just we gonna bring a guy in. Uh, it's not a big deal, you know? I didn't yeah. have it. Yeah. Like we're gonna yeah. we're, you know, he's gonna do some rewrite. It's gonna be a completely different movie. Yeah. And we'll take a vote on it. Yeah. It's like Which saying your movie's shit. Yeah, we're gonna re- completely it test redo well. it. Yeah. Which is, you know, it is, I, I completely understand, you know, because he wants to make his movies. And if Marvel doesn't want to make his vision come to life, then he was just like, piss on it then. I'm out. You well, know, Marvel's thinking the long haul. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was thinking long haul. Like Marvel's like, we got to face it so we can get another one and another one. And well, we can introduce and maybe, it into other characters. Like. And maybe that's why they wanted to do rewrites on it, and he kind of t- took it the wrong Personal. way. Yeah, and maybe that's true. You know, maybe that's the case. And But I get both sides of the argument. Oh, like, yeah. You have to sprinkle a little bit of continuity into it in yeah. some way, you know? Marvel's but, thinking uh, about the bigger picture. Oh, yeah. He wanted sure. to make his movie. Yeah. So... um but yeah, you know, I, I respect him for being like, nah, you know, if I don't get to do what I want to do, then later. You got to give him some just... respect for stepping down because that would have been an easy paycheck. Oh, yeah, for sure. For just sure. Think about all that work. Yeah, eight years. Right out the window. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how. His new movie's getting a lot of praise, but I don't know how I feel about What's it. What's it called? Baby Driver. Have you seen the trailer for I it? I have, and I don't I don't know about that. Yeah, me neither. I'm just kind of like, eh, you yeah, know. It's not Ant-Man. No, right, yeah. But uh, Kevin Feige did come out and say that um, he's wanting to bring Blade back into the cinematic universe. I saw something about that. Yeah, it says that um, he was recently chatting with... Joe Blow, where mm-hmm. he was asked about whether or not the MCU will see the addition of Blade. While Feige didn't reveal anything spe- anything specific for the character, Marvel Studios president stated that he is absolutely open to bringing Blade into the MCU someday. He also acknowledged the impact the Blade character had from a cinematic perspective when Feige first started working at Marvel. We think it would be cool. Someday, my tenor... Someday, my tenure at Marvel started 17 years ago, and there were two things that sort of launched the modern era. One was X-Men, which was the first thing that people said, oh, there's life here. But a few years before that, there was Blade, a character nobody had heard of at all. It only appeared in a few issues of Tomb of Dracula or something, turned into a big franchise. It was always a great lesson for me where you go. 
It doesn't matter how well known the character is. It matters how cool the movie is, which many years later would be the reason we do Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange. I think Blade is a legacy character now, and I think it would be fun to do something with him one day. So he gets it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I would like to see them do a Netflix Blade series, to be honest. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's enough there of that character to, uh, yeah. to do 10 or 13, you know, 12 episodes. Yeah. So it's fucking Blade, man. I mean, if you, if we cast Blade today, who are we going to cast? Yeah. I was sitting there thinking when you say Blade, though, I just picture what's his name? Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I picture like fat Wesley Snipes, old. You know, he's just like, uh, uh, like breathing heavy. Yeah, and it's like there's no oh, way shit. he's playing Blade. Like, no, hell he no. had his go, and he didn't pay his yeah. taxes. You know, so <laughs> um, yeah. Who, who I, I have no idea. I mean, was the original Blade black? Like in the yeah. Okay, he's always been a black guy. Yeah, I think we should go white guy then. We should change things up, <laughs> like. No, I've got it. Jackie Chan, no. Huh. I've I've got the perfect casting. You ready? Who you got? Michonne from The Walking Dead. A chick blade. Yeah. She could do it, man. Yeah. What She's you already think, proved Trav? herself. Yeah. What do you think, Trav? I think that'd be cool. I mean, would you be in would you be down with the black chick blade? The same movie. Yeah. She's a black chick, but she's badass, I mean. I mean, she can hold her own she with a sword. She kicks ass on fucking Walking Dead. Like, she saves she's... Rick's ass every goddamn chance she can get. Like, <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for her, everybody would be dead. Like, Yeah, for real. Yeah, but she's really good. You know, she's quiet, straight yeah. face. Like, But I don't think the... they will. Nah, because nah, she's nah. Well, she's cast in the uh, Black Panther. They're going to get, a, like, Kevin Hart or something. He's going to be like, all right, I'm Blade, oh. right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we what we going to do? <laughs> we can't have Kevin Hart be the fucking... You know who they should cast? Who? Terry Crews. Oh. <laughs> Jacked up Blade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> cheeseburger Eddie Blade? <laughs> Every time I think of them, I always think of Cheeseburger Eddie. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm interested. I would be interested to see a uh, Blade series. We'll see no how doubt. they do. Yeah, I mean, because you could cross him over with a Punisher. That'd be cool, you know. You could cross Blade him over. Be a hard with, boss. <laughs> yeah, right. Cross him over with Deadpool, or not Deadpool, but uh, Daredevil. Yeah, I mean, just bring him into the mix. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if that's how they introduce him? They have like a. Punisher Deadpool standoff and Blades there. And you're like, what? And then they drop a series. Kind of like what they did with the Punisher. Yeah. No, they could do that perfect because like Blade could show up to the city and vampires show up and he's there. And it'd be kind of like the Punisher dynamic where it's like he thinks he's a villain, but he's not. They have to work together. You know, and then they'll see how people react to Blade on screen and that'll decide if there's a series. series. Yeah. Because the Punisher was there. Like, you know, Punisher happened. They're like, he's getting a series. Don't worry. Like, Oh, he was great, man. He was fucking incredible. So uh, I think that about wraps it up for everything here. Can't wait until we can watch some trailers again. 
when some fucking uh, come out. Well, when we went and watched, here's a movie that I'm super excited about. I watched the first trailer for it, and I was like, ah, oh, this might be all right. But whenever I saw the trailer in front of Wonder Woman on the big screen, I was like, I'm going to see this movie. Valerian. Okay. And the the 100 planets or 100 million planets, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, that looks so good. Yeah, I saw a TV spot that looked really good the other day. Yeah. Have you seen the car commercial? No. Yeah, they have. I can't remember if it's Buick or or something. It's not Buick, but in the in the it's like a they're using Valerian. They're like showing the car. They're like the car of the future, and it's like a spaceship. It's the ship they're driving. That's it's like a commercial for that ship, no. you know. But it's like a car company that's like uh, maybe no, Lexus or something. I've got to see that. Yeah, it's, that it was written, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is a fucking Lexus commercial, but a Valerian commercial at the same time." Like, right? Wow. They did that with they did that with Star Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, they were like the car uh, of the future. I'm in. No, it's the same dude who did uh, uh, the Fifth Element, so mm-hmm. it looks fun. I'm in. You know? Yeah, it looks sci-fi. Yeah, I love sci-fi. I like spaceships. Spaceships. (laughs) Except for that one movie with uh, Magic Mike and Eddie Redmayne. Oh, what was it called? (laughs) Jupiter. Oh. That movie sucks. Maybe we'll get around to reviewing that one. (laughs) Like a piss shiver. Ten years. (laughs) 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 <laughs> All right, so uh, Adam gets to pick next week. Yeah. yeah, it's my pick. Step back. I'm coming into the light. I'm getting up off my chair, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Taking the podcast hostage. Oh, shit. Yeah, since we just watched a movie. You know, this movie we watched was kind of weird. It was shot weird. Yeah. It was just kind of had a weird feeling. I have a movie yeah. here. I haven't seen it. It's on my list of movies to see, and I know it's kind of weird. Oh. Naked Lunch. 1991, oh. David Cronenberg. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. Uh, I haven't seen Rated this. Rated R. It's supposed to be, you know, I know that it's kind of got a weird thing going on. So it's got Peter Weller in it. I'm just going to put it in behind this movie and hope for the best. I got a list, y'all. I do, too. I just pulled my list out. This is at the top. I'm like, naked lunch. And it fits no, with the whole kind of being weird it's got Peter Weller, Judy Davis, and Ian Holm. I'm in, man. I'm yeah. so fucking in right now. Trailer's weird. Like I saw the trailer got, back when I was doing my researches. Well, the the plot sounds weird. Yeah. The plot, when you read the plot, you're like, eh, yeah. <laughs> what's there? But just watch the trailer. You'll be like, oh, what? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested. So I'll hook uh, looks, everybody up because I know ain't nobody got a copy of that. Yeah, right. We'll this watch looks this super and, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the fuck. Just kind of keeping it a so theme not... with weird. Yeah. Yeah. So are we after this? Are we going to do anything special? Or are we going to just go back to business as usual, Trav? Or was it worth it? Or we all want to do? 
I don't know what you want to do. Do we have know. a what's what it worth lined up? You Travis, you want to pick a movie after? Uh, I mean, I can. You got something in the uh, barrel? Uh, no, but I mean, I can. I can start chewing on it. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'll. If there's anything crazy that comes out, here's the thing: that, with it, um, was it worth it? We don't want to push ourselves to do one and do something fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, a worthy, was it worth it? Yeah. The ones that we've done was, you know, it was worth it. Like, yeah. Cause there's, you know, that's a short list. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll figure out, uh, we'll figure something. Saying. Yeah. But you got to oh, wait. I know what we can, can do something. Yeah. I know what we can do. Let's get Corey White to pick one. Oh. What do you think about that? Yeah, see what he's got. Yeah. Let him fucking rattle because he'll have two weeks to figure it out. Well, yeah. a week. But Let him take know. his time and. Yeah, come up with something. Something good. Yeah. How's that sound? Does that sound good with everybody? Oh yeah, Corey White. I'll 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 message you on Facebook. Yeah, you've been drafted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been drafted into the fucking fold. Yeah, I hope you. I hope it goes through with it. Or if he's like, fuck no. Yeah, he's like, I don't think I'll get any exposure. He's like podcast. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not cool enough for me. <laughs> I might if uh, I might ask him if he'll do a. A quick little review on it too. Yeah, just, he's in. got a mic. Yeah, or just oh, yeah. if he wants to say something about what we're going to watch, like we could play it next week. Yes, he, you know if he's That's, like, I want you guys like he can tell us what he wants us to watch. Yeah, so do don't listen. You, don't don't tell him to record it and just send it to us, and we'll find out what it is on the podcast. Yes, tell That's him not perfect. to tell you. I won't listen to it. Yes. That's if he's it. down with it, he may be like, I'm not fucking out. <laughs> I'll message him. I'll find but it out. Look, tell him to pick a movie and like why he why he picked it. He's like, I want yeah. you guys to watch this. I hope it's something we haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not like, I hope he's not like saving private Ryan. I'm gonna be like, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean I that's can a good movie. Right but now. Yeah, it's great. Bye. Yeah, I've got it on. Spend a little bit of time on it, like <laughs> Yeah, chew on it a little. Rattle it around in that noodle. Um, <laughs> Ride around <laughs> so, with a couple uh, days. Yeah. <laughs> Build some dump truck or some garbage trucks and think about it, you know? Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, next week we're watching Naked Lunch, 1991. Cronenberg, uh, it's going to be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> Don't watch the trailer. Don't even watch it. <laughs> Cause it, it kind of gives it gives some away where it's like what you know like just wait and watch it and, and when we come back everybody's gonna be like what the fuck dude the first review on IMDb the guy says and here I thought fear and loathing was a trip oh, wow that's what his review says that's that's the starting line and he fucking topped a paragraph son like he wrote an essay right. What's up, man? I'm yeah. I'm excited. 
So uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, email us at realestatepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Twitter at Real Estate Pod. Yeah, let We're us Real know. Real Estate Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Let us uh, let us know what you thought about uh, City of Lost Children. Yeah. If you liked it, you know, whatever. If you didn't like it, let us know why, because I'm interested. Because, like, my thing is people that never see the movie, that watch it, normally are like, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I want to, I want somebody to be like, I watched it and it was fucking awful, and this is why, you know. So, um, well, let us you know, know what you think. Really, it doesn't matter what you thought about it because we just record a podcast about it. You know, the checks in yeah. the mail. So, <laughs> yeah, can't really isn't. can't really change it. Yeah, it, this happened. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I'm still, I still want to know what's up. Nah, fuck them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, uh, yeah, naked lunch. And uh, how are we going to close it? Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The check's work. in the mail. Like yes. The I already check. said it once. I, I was hoping it would end there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, does it matter? Because the check's check in the mail. <laughs>